0: Yo, 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 people. It's your man, LD, back at it again. Uh, And today, uh, I'm a hero. I'm even more of a hero than I normally would be, uh, or that I normally am every day, because you see, uh, I have like this phantom back, not phantom, phantom I think means like you feel it, but it's not really there. I have some sort of debilitating back disease currently. Um, And I'm a large man. I'm I'm 6'3". I'm very broad. Weigh two hundred and thirty pounds. You know, I, that's no good. Think of NBA centers. It's always when the back starts to go uh, that that things uh, begin to to unfurl. What What do you think of that, Sawyer? I mean, you you don't know what it's like to be uh, an NBA center size and have a bad back. So maybe you're not the best to ask to comment on this. But but maybe you can draw some similarities from your normal sized life. What, what do you have to say? I have some
1: back <laughs> issues myself. I have some back issues myself.
0: Yeah, but you know, when when you're under like six, eight, six, nine, it's just not that you know. It's like a d- different yeah. body part to back. Yeah, that's fair. You know, that was the thing my dad always.
1: Said. three is under six nine. What? Six three is under six nine. I just point out.
0: What's that got to do with anything?
1: You just said you're six three.
0: Well, yeah, but I'm. I as as we've you know, as, as you know, uh, at, at length from my high school days. And as we covered on a recent podcast, while I am six, three, I am a center. So that's just the difference. Size 15 shoes. Yeah. I forget who, I forget who I was looking at. It was, I don't think it was LeBron. So I don't want to be – I don't want to get, like, slandered, nor am I making fun of this person. But, like, a LeBron-sized person, I was reading something, they were like, his size 13 sneakers. And I was like, Yeah, I was that? And- some, I forget
1: who it is. There's somebody in the NBA that it's like, a very well-known thing that has – it, yeah. I, I don't know if it's 13, but it's much smaller than you would think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everyone. Like, like, my my shoe size is pretty comparable. Like, I know, I, well, the, me being a center thing isn't a joke, but, like, my shoe size is actually pretty comparable to, to a normal NBA player, I think, a 15. Uh, what Shaq yeah, had no, the record I- at, what, 23? Like, that's not the 23 name. or 24. Yeah, that, that's one of those great. Uh, that, that was like a big late nineties, early two thousands thing was like this is you'd be at like the supermarket and they'd have like forget about Ripley's believe it or not, or like the NBA Hall of Fame, you'd be at like a supermarket. They'd be like, This is what Shaq Su size is in yeah, and yeah. I remember loved kids
1: love that too seeing that when they were a kid. Yeah. Do you know what else? I think <laughs> of two other players. Who was the big back issue guys too? Uh I know Bird and Nash were two of them. And oh, then yeah. obviously a the centers. They said Nash and Bird used to have to like at the end of their careers, couldn't sit down on the bench like when they would get subbed out, they would have to lay down.
0: Well, I feel like uh, it's not fair to Larry Bird because I feel like Stephen Nash had a much longer career than Larry Bird. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, so so it's like it's like I feel like Larry Bird heard is back at like thirty one, and Stephen Nash it was like ah thirty five, going into the yeah, no, prime like, of my twilight years. Yeah, and
1: it was just a much different era. Within. That was so.
0: crazy. Do you remember the hype when it was like Dwight Howard, Ron Artest, Kobe Bryant, Pau Gasol, Steve Nash? Yeah. How, like, like people were like, it's going to be this
1: in the heat, and it's going to be awesome instead. Well, because we they first were supposed to have the Chris Paul trade. In, in, yeah. Which honestly
0: kind of was bullshit. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah. What, that the league did it, or yeah, that they like, shouldn't have been allowed to?
0: Did the Clippers really give that much better of a package?
1: Oh, no, the league shouldn't have been able to do what they did. Yeah. This bullshit. yeah. That, I think the initial one, like a big part of it, um, because what did it end up being? What was the thing the Clippers? What was the big part? Eric Gordon? Yeah, Eric Gordon. Yeah, and, he, and he, obviously he was good at the time, but it's, so, it still wasn't. Who's better, uh, Karam Butler
0: all-time? Karam Butler or Lamar Odom?
1: I think Lamar's probably viewed favorably. Uh, more than Karan Butler just because of the winning at the end, but I think it's a fair, fair question.
0: But like, but like, who do you
1: choose? Like, I'd probably prefer Karam Butler. All
0: right, I think they're the same exact player.
1: I wouldn't agree with that.
0: Same, like, I, I think like they're clones of each other, essentially. Karan Butler and Lamar, nah. um, well, you know, I don't know who you are to talk. Oh, also off the top. Uh, we are doing a, a episode on topics uh, before we do our finale of the Nathan Fielder special because um, some of our topics were beginning to get out of date that we were lining up. Um, they were timely sports topics, and there's no better way to prove that uh, than with this hot, hot topic, hot debate that we've got here uh, right now. Sawyer, who is like, see, I don't know if I want to call him like a, a Stalin type, like, you know, far, far communist or like a Rockefeller type, far capitalist. But Sawyer's something awful in an extreme because he doesn't like uh, the Damian Lillard extension. Sawyer, uh, present the Damian Lillard extension and then you're- Oh, I
1: hate it. I hate it. Well, what was the extension exactly? You should be on my side just because I don't, it's almost in defense of the Wolves trade. They keep calling that the worst move of the summer. Damian Lillard already had four years left on his contract. They gave him a two year extension for $122 million that he's going to get in five and six years from now. So, so what's the big deal? It's not $122 million next year and the year after. It's in five years. Well, that sounds like an advantage that it's not now. How is that an advantage? Because, like, you know, that's somebody else's problem. (laughs) Fair. Speaking of with- he's been breaking down the last two years, and, and just because he's loyal to his team, everyone no one cares about it. But it's the worst move of the summer in the NBA.
0: Okay, well, here's my argument uh that I've now placed, and I think I think this is just in uh indisputable. And and Sawyer being the Stalin and or Rockefeller type man that he is, somehow argues this anyway. This is a branding play, baby, you know, like like Portland, they only got one. Pro sports team, this is, I mean, I guess the MLS is getting bigger, so shout outs to them. But, you know, this is one of those things. It's like the the Rose Garden. They got the, what's that? What's that website? Uh, The Blazers Edge. Bill Simmons always used to be in like 2012. He'd be like, yeah, I'm not the biggest LaMarcus Aldridge guy in the Blazers Edge. They always give me shit. (laughs) But like, you know, right now, the Milwaukee Bucks, they got like this outdoor thing. You know, uh, Toronto, they got Jurassic Park philly has xfinity live build out the dame district baby i want shops you know get build a lacoste uh, have an outlet tj maxx you know put a barbecue place have a vegan place dame's
1: gonna be having the, the pay for the vendors and all what are you the into? contracts with all that money what's going on dame's gonna have to use some of that money for the uh to set up some vendors and bars there Oh, ah, well, that's I know, funny. It's a so I didn't, I, was talking to a
0: year old, I didn't realize I was talking to a 58-year-old suburban white dad who, who's, you know, doing these maths now. He's like, well, hold on now. These
1: players are- It's a terrible contract. It's, it's terrible. Sure, because but imagine deployed. how
0: much you could recoup with the Dame District.
1: That doesn't have to help the sailor chat.
0: Movie theater. Movie theater, Sawyer. You put a movie theater right there, you could go catch a movie, head over to the, this,
1: the- Space Jam uh, movie poster on it. What? Are they adding his space jam movie poster in the the? Did he have a movie poster for space? Look, so He's in space jam. He's in it. Think
0: about that. Like we're talking about a player, a superstar of such a caliber that he has movie posters. Why wouldn't you build a dis? Breaking a down casino. two years
1: ago. Put a casino Sorry, right it.
0: there. A taco truck. <laughs> this is off the top of my head. Sorry, I got like fifteen great ideas right you. An ice cream place. You I know, like there's the one, the da-
1: da-
0: one side Don't of the one side of the. There's one side of Dame District, it's like Dame Day, and that's for like the kids, you know what I mean? Like, we got some balloon animals, stuff like that, Papa Shot, and then you got Dame District Dalla, which is like the nightclub scene, you know what I mean? And it's, it's like the bars, the bar, yeah. it's all that. Like, what do you, how, you don't think that uh, the Paul Allen family trust has people with the sort of vision of grandeur that I have here? I don't. Why not? So then, why'd they do this? So, are one of those places that makes like yard long margaritas and like Dame District. It's not a real street, it's like a faux street. So, you can just walk around with your yard long margarita. That's genius.
1: They had the worst summer in the NBA.
0: No, but the Blazers have some history, sort of like, of, of you know, uh, uh, Damian Lillard. I don't think you could do CJ McCollum right now because he's still in the league and like kind of in his prime, but like Lamarcus Aldridge, you could certainly feature Bill him Walton. a bit, Bill Walton, um, Clyde Drexler I think there was a guy named Ducksworth who was okay that people kind of liked for a while maybe like a jail. do oh my Sawyer like an old-timey western stocks where you can get your picture taken being in jail called the Jail Blazers Rasheed Wallace is is like in a cutout picture and and Zachary Wells
1: Bonzi Wells David Sotomayor
0: this is my problem with you, you bozo. You sit there and say, oh, this guy's name is Frosty. That's the name of a drink from Much, from better, much better. You think you've got – you've created <laughs> gold. I'm laying out <laughs> levels. Like, this is a five-layer dip of an idea that I'm giving I'm, you. I'm this. a
1: simple man. You keep it simple, Frosty Rucker, Frosties. <laughs> there you go.
0: But, I mean, like, I, I went from the jailblazers Blazers to the Yard Margs. I'm really – I'm really busting my hump. Too much going on. Now you've got to admit you were you were <laughs> as much as you still want to be out on this idea that the jail
1: blazers. Oh thing. no, I like the same district idea. I don't like his contract.
0: The jail the, the jail blazers old. You, you, you hooked me
1: in, hooked yeah, come and hook on with that blazers reference. I mean, dude, I got we... some uh, NBA shoe sizes for you, by the way. Sure, sure. Give me one more minute on this. Weed's
0: legal up yep, there. We're... You're telling me bill walton's wonderland where it's like a dispensary and like a grateful dead and and fish and house band covers so, so now
1: you're taking the dame district and building separate parks so you're, you're now disney world with the dame <laughs> yeah, District. i mean it was always sort of, it was always sort
0: of disney world in my mind think about this <laughs> philadelphia we've got three huge stadiums next to each other a massive hotel and a casino right there and uh extended live. They just got one stadium. Fill up all that rest of that space with the Dame District. I want the Dame district to be like five square miles. You know what I mean? There's gotta be a uh, sh- <laughs> sorry, didn't they have a guy? Something shuttle? Am I thinking of Jesus Shuttleworth and I think
1: you Kevin Ducksworth? Kevin Ducksworth is was a player.
0: You know they the duck boats, the duck carts. They take you around right. the Dame district.
1: Is this gonna spread out further in the Portland and yeah, other this might be coming to
0: like uh, I went to Santa Barbara city college uh, inside Santa Barbara or like by Santa Barbara, there is a suburb called Goleta. And inside of that is a tiny, tiny section where UCSB is called Isla Vista. And like you they're better. desperately trying to get a mayor because right now they just have nothing <laughs> because they're so tiny. I want the Dame district to like become its own thing. Like I want it to be like now leaving Portland, entering the Dame I district. thought we were
1: getting into the conversation of you trying to become that place's mayor.
0: Sorry, the Dame District Diamond Ring Jewelry Store. Imagine a better place for Portland Trail Blazers fans to buy uh, diamond engagement rings for their girlfriends.
1: Is this going to turn into where it's no longer in Portland, Oregon? No, no. It is. Sorry, how dare you? This is all about creating jobs and, and I don't know commerce. if you what, what's the guy, what McDonald's guy
0: that, that just did uh... Ray Kroc.
1: Yeah, is this going to be a Ray Kroc situation?
0: Well, where I, like, steal some? No, because it's my idea. I'm the No, McDonald's I'm saying,
1: are you going to branch it out? It starts in Portland, and then it branches out.
0: Well, what Ray Kroc does is, like, the, the McDonald's brothers are all into oversight, and then Ray mm-hmm. Kroc is, like, you know, franchise, 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 franchise. franchise.
1: And they have a bunch of franchises. Like, and are we getting Wal- Wonderland, one. like, out in a different state or different country?
0: No, nah, this is all in Portland. Now, what I could do is flood some land. And, and kind of moat it up so that this becomes like an island. You know what I mean? Like next to the stadium still, but like rivers.
1: Oh, okay. A little some some notes.
0: Now, sort pitch me your Dame district, but for the uh, a Phillies uh, 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 complex. You know, you got to give me a player that that we're building this around. You got to give me which team, which sport. Uh, who, who are you doing?
1: I don't, I don't get anything. They're, they're, cha- they're moving the stadium.
0: Yeah. That's the another topic states. we have. Where do they want to move the stadium again?
1: Into center city. That's like weird. I think it's, it's going to be, cause Philly has their own thing too, with the, having all the stadiums together like that.
0: And that became popular because of us like other places are yeah. trying to do that more. So for those yeah. of you, who don't know right now in Philadelphia, you go right over, uh, it's the Ben Franklin. Well, no,
1: no. Walt Whitman? Yeah. But, I mean, you, you do either, but, yeah, yeah. but
0: like, which is the one that's like right there.
1: I think Ben Franklin. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: yeah, you can you can take um you, you take I I I think it's the Walt Whitman cuz I think the Ben Franklin's the one that you take if you're trying to go into like South Street or Girard. Um I think it might be the Walt Whitman. You go right over it and um you know, there's literally you have Citizens Bank Park, yeah, I have Lincoln Financial Field and you have uh the First Union Center, aka the Wachovia Center, aka what is it now? The Wells Fargo Center, right? Fargo Center, uh, where the Flyers and the Sixers play, so it's like great because, and and they since then there used to be a small stadium there called um the Spectrum that they blew up and they turned it into this big sports bar, sort of a miniature knockoff game district called um uh Xfinity Live, and you can go to everything right there. I just think I don't know, I've never like, like I've been to Lambeau Field before and I've passed Fenway Park. And both of those are like in neighborhoods, which is very cool. I don't think, like, I've been to the Staples Center and they've got good outlay around it now of like bars and restaurants and stuff like that. But, yeah. like, I still think it's it's got to be a hassle to get to. I, I the traffic alone is
1: going to be a nightmare. Cause even I was thinking about when they first did their moving, I was thinking, like, we went to, uh, what's the Brooklyn Nets Arena? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there a few times. Barclay, Barclay Center. Yeah, Barclays. And like I was thinking of that one because that one's kind of in the city, but that one's still in a section where it's spaced out enough from everything else. Yeah, like, it's still in the city, but it's spa- like you know what I mean. It's kind of yep. spaced up. Center City doesn't have that anywhere. Like, there's no spot. Like, it's everything right on top of each other. I'm, not pos-
0: I'm not positive on this. I think there's like an Apple store near the Barclays Center, which I have is like one of their big standalone, <laughs> like really big stores. So, like again, it's like one of those things where it's like that's not a norm. Like. Like, like it's a giant Apple store. Like it's, it's spaced out from the thing. You know, I, I agree with you. And also New York just has a much better subway system, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like that, that is one of the, it's nice that the stadiums, when you're taking the subway and Philly it's easier, like they're separated Mm -hmm. from everything else. So you're not. See, that's the thing is like they keep talking about, and, and I will say this.
0: So I'm against the, the moving the stadium, but it would be a completely privately funded stadium, which makes it hard to be yeah, that's, uh, yeah, up that's in right. arms about, you know what I mean? As long as the taxpayers aren't getting fucked over and and which still doesn't make any sense to me. This system where It's like, hey, billionaires, we're going to pay for your stadium and you're just never going to have to pay any of that money back to anyone. <laughs> Sign me <laughs> up for that deal. Like, why can't I do that with my house? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, I, You know, they, they've talked about how, like, the septa system's great and all this and that, and how how they would they would have it configured well for the stadium. I think you definitely need to invest a few million dollars into upgrading the whole septa system, like the stations and, and, you know, turning it into more of, like, a thing, you know?
1: Yeah, it's a mess down there right now.
0: Yeah, and I think it's honestly, and I hate to... Sound like a fifty-four-year-old like you did with your opposition to the Dame District, but I've, I think there's like a good amount of crime that's been happening on the Septa over the last couple of years. Or
1: their heads, and year. even just like I took the I took it to go to a concert at Citizens Bank Park recently, and like half of the sections to get down to the stadium were cut off, so you had to like go down, mm-hmm. realize that it's fenced off, go back up, and walk down like ten more blocks just to get on another section. So it was just pain in the ass for it now.
0: I'll give my friend this. A friend of mine said, "Like, I think the dinner and bar scene would be really cool. Like, being able to go to a." I'm bar sure it would be cool city.
1: in general too. Once you get used to it, it's just the. I'd rather than all...
0: out like like my idea for the name district. Like, you already have. They have the new casino there, Philly Live, which is far enough away. Like, it's not like doesn't really feel like part of the stadiums. I don't feel like. But no, it's like, it's like
1: close, but it's not. It it's very kind easily walkable.
0: It's it's where oh, it's from holiday yeah.
1: You, it, it would it's, be like a. Five, 10 minute walk
0: it's where the holiday inn uh used to be for those of you who have watched the always sunny in philadelphia episode where they reference a hidden prison uh underneath the a how tunnel underneath the holiday inn for for opposing players but i mean i just feel like you could do more with xfinity live like i
1: think it'll suck for people like coming in from south jersey more too
0: yeah oh that'd be miserable
1: with the park yeah like you're where you're do you po- i mean it's got to gotta some- be
0: all expensive. You're, you're like forced
1: to take, go to like a Haddonfield or something and tra- take the train from there. Or yeah. Like, which isn't going to be fun. Like
0: also just getting yeah. back. Oh, that's one of the things where I know your dad is notorious for uh, always leaving games early. And that's something that sometimes, yeah, that's I,
1: me think of it.
0: sometimes I get in my head a little bit with that, with, with uh, leaving like a Phillies game or some, if it's a real packed night, but it if is one of the things. All,
1: yeah. What'd you say? If you're taking like the train and all it, you almost like have to.
0: Yeah, but you I was gonna say.
1: To, it's a pain.
0: I was gonna say that that to me though. Uh, really, outside the first like ten minutes, it's and even that might be a little much. Like once you get to the bridge, it's real easy leaving the 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 Philly state. Oh no, day, once you get out, yeah, there, like like, like the traffic is leaving yeah.
1: the parking lot. Yeah, I'm talking about like on the this. Train I think all. would legitimately like, I like, playoff game and took the train and I got stuck for like three yeah. hours just walking the train. Yeah, I just
0: think like. Dude, just double the space of Xfinity Live and you're really cooking. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, Xfinity Live was supposed to be that whole street originally. Yeah. Like it was supposed to be a much bigger. So it, it similar Dude, expand
0: idea. Expand that or like, I know there's like a horse bedding place that used to be close. To, I just think put more buildings there, like more bars, more, yeah. you know what I it's mean? That, yeah. if, if I had a spot there, man, I would just... There's, open there's a-
1: plenty of room down there when yeah. you get down there,
0: dude. I'd want to just open like a two story place where it's like the second deck is from the winter and the and and during the nice months you're outside, you know. I mean, yeah. people yeah, tell can you me- if
1: from my place, you get in Columbus Boulevard and take it straight down the stadiums, you pass just nothing. Like, once you get past, there's a couple shopping centers on your right foot right before you hit the stadiums, but you you have like a mile mile and a half of road that's just nothing. Like, I think there's like a strip club or something randomly off on its own but the rest of it's just nothing.
0: Let me ask you um let me ask you this what uh who's better all time Chris Bosch or Joel Embiid?
1: I'm gonna go beat. But, uh, How, how easy? you know I've you know, a huge Chris Bosch guy.
0: Yeah I'm a little surprised that you just did that so I don't know. so easily. I don't know. Now, a friend uh, a friend of mine called I, I don't know how this came up.
1: It, it that's one of those arguments where it's like I think Embiid's peak is better than even, even uh, Bosch's Raptors years. Yeah, Embiid uh, still like if B goes down tomorrow, maybe it never plays again. Maybe I'll change my opinion on that. But I, I just think throughout the rest of his career. A, a so.
0: friend of mine, I don't know how it happened, but I knew like my friend. It, it, so a friend of mine called me recently to ask me that question, and I was, and he was like, "I think that's an insane question," and I I had to make that point where I was like both. Bosh on the Raptors was a lot better than people remember and
1: yeah, uh, Bosch people is, forget- it's unfair to him he's going to get remembered differently yeah. than he should but also people just forget few, I wish he, he was even better the years. Heat than
0: people remember
1: oh much better he was he was one of the biggest parts of that because he's the guy that was actually a good fit with LeBron too like as good as Wade is he's on paper he's not a guy you go a non-shooting guard isn't a guy you go oh that's yeah. great fit, LeBron great defender too just, unbelievable yeah. defender hmm I just wish we got to see those years with Bosch or him on the heat with just wait after the yeah. left. or remember there was a big rumor was him going to the, the Rockets for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if you remember that. I, I like,
1: that was like, you were real big on it, right?
0: Oh no. That was like during my NBA, like team building mm-hmm. days. I, I yeah. was convinced that Chris Bosch, Dwight Howard and James Hart. Like I was like, yes, get that. I don't because know. I Boston have no idea one of those
1: why. One that you to. go he fits with everybody because he's a Man. shooting big that plays defense. So it's like
0: he got he to play. On, pay, on
1: paper, he fits with everybody.
0: He got to play what, like seventy-five percent of that first post-LeBron year, and he was actually he was really good.
1: He was their best. He was better than Wade. Like he was yeah. better, like he was the best player. That year. Uh,
0: you know, well, what do you got? You got any silly shoe sizes for me? What do you got?
1: So this might be the one you're referencing. Uh there's a few though. Taj Gibson, six nine. He wears the 13, so maybe no, nah,
0: it wasn't Gibson.
1: One. Uh then this is, was a Paul George. What's he? Size 12.
0: Oh, I don't think it was him, but yeah, again, like see, that's
1: you don't get
0: Exactly. I'm a center. Like you don't get that. Guys <laughs> 15 sneakers, that's center. That,
1: that I'll yeah. give you that. That was one of my uh yeah, favorite counter arguments you used to make whenever I would argue NBA players beating you in basketball you go well that guy's a point guard I'm a center I'm just gonna put like the guy would be taller than you and he's got I just gonna back him down yeah,
0: well yeah it's just especially back in those days before the three-point ball was as popularized as it is now it's like I'll
1: take the higher percentage shots all day um and there's that one kid in that Oh. My, my trigger in the, in, the, in the health class. Just What's offended. great
0: about that, man, is that kid wasn't even like my. I, I've had a lot of stooges. He wasn't like
1: going guy. along with the joke either.
0: He yeah. Was just, That's what, just, what I'm saying. I've had a lot of people that have loved to go along with my jokes over the years. I've had a lot of stooges in my life, a lot of goons. That guy just genuinely was like, I'm in the presence of of a Bo Jackson type. Go, yeah. <laughs> that man couldn't believe it. Terrible. Oh, man. All right. So this is a subject that um, we could literally talk a really long time about, but I don't want us to uh, because we're going to do a whole Premier League preview podcast, but just going to present to you my Premier League uh, rankings that I've now officially tweeted out. I can't take them back. All right. Are you ready for this? You you hear me? Over and out. Uh, I have Liverpool finishing first. I think Man City's had uh, a, Little too much squad overturn this summer, uh, and I think that Man City had some big advantages on Liverpool last year, and yet somehow still, like Liverpool, <laughs> nearly came back to to win the title at the end. They did.
1: They they did make a push at the end there, and it, it seemed like it was over early. But they, yeah, they, you think how do you think Holland does? You think he struggles early or
0: no? I, I think he's fine, but I think through a combination of like the difficulty of the Premier League and yeah. his recent injury track record, that like. I don't think he's going like I think he's gonna have a very, very good year. I don't think he's gonna have yeah. quite like a oh man city can't lose the league because yeah, of that like good the Yeah,
1: I could see his right, impact right.
0: coming more in the Champions League for them this year than the uh than no the, the league itself. So yeah, I have City second. Uh I think I have all that explained. Uh partially as a gimmick, because uh, I'm a really smart arguer. I have Tottenham number three. Um <laughs> but also like I do think.
1: All right, so you updated this. the last time I said, okay, I like this.
0: Yeah, I've updated it a little bit. Um, I've tied them number three. Um, I just, I do think, like, I don't think, and, and this is, this is all real, real. From here on out, I will be. I, I, besides acknowledging that i have them three slightly as a gimmick i'm not pulling any gimmicks i have one more gimmick that i'm going to acknowledge later in this but like all my rationale here is me try it's me pretending like i'm on sky sports you know what i mean like i'm not uh at this point like uh, i'm not gonna give some faith uh, oh don't get,
1: don't bring up sky sports uh, they're trying to break my heart today
0: oh are they trying to break your heart they declare war on us for, uh, three times <laughs> a week Uh, They projected us to finish ninth last year. And then when we finished fifth, or we were like, So you're wrong, right? They're like, Well, you didn't you didn't finish fourth. And you think we were wrong? Yeah, because you said ninth, you idiots. But anywho, what I was gonna say is like this is this is gonna sound like a backhanded compliment, but it's or like I'm trying to take a dig at Tottenham, but this is actually like my rationale here. I don't think Tottenham is good enough to go really far in the Champions League. I think, like, obviously they'll get out of the group, all that. But, like, I don't think they're a real Champions League contender this year, but they're good enough and have a coach like Conte who just wants to win, 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 that, like, I think he's going to ring that sponge for every, every drip and drop that he can this
1: season in the league,
0: you know? Uh, I number
1: four. I have the last as well.
0: Number fourth, I have Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal were the youngest team
1: in the Premier League oh, last year. I, I like that you pushed Chelsea back.
0: no, oh, yeah. If you look – well, if you look at the top ten youngest teams of the Premier League last year, Arsenal, like like top ten lineups that were played that year, Arsenal literally had, like, nine of the top ten. So, like, even when teams mm-hmm. were decimated, COVID rampant, oh, it's the end of the year and we're safe from demotion, let's just play all of our youngsters. Like, our starting lineup had an average age of, like, 24, 23.
1: Yeah, and so, you guys had, like – I don't forget the what the number was, but you had, like, 10 of the 11 youngest lineups. <laughs> and, and here's the other thing. Give me some is... other guys to look out for, uh, Omar Sona, year squad. Um, what'd you say? Give me some, like, other, other like, specific players to look out for. Obviously, yeah, I know Saka. I,
0: I will, I will. But what I want to say uh, specifically, like, one thing, one area where I do think – like, I, I do have a, a very strong theory on why Arsenal could be better than Tottenham this year, and that is strictly because I think Arsenal had by far the biggest need, the biggest hole out of the two of them, and they signed Gabriel Jesus, who fits it perfectly and will make a giant difference. I don't Breaking think there's – Premier league records. Yep. I don't think there's anyone on Tottenham uh, coming in this year that's going to have nearly the impact for them that Jesus is going to have being an addition uh to Arsenal. So um I think that's big. A guy to watch I
1: just used to get a I dig in at Everton at I me. Mean. What'd you say? Was that for you to get a dig at with Everton at I me? Mean?
0: No. Uh what with the Richarlson thing? No, yeah, no, I just Richarlson's great and I, I think it's a smart sign and see why they needed it. But it's like player.
1: I mean, and
0: yeah. as much as he will um as much as uh Rich will have an impact it is just he, he's not even
1: gonna play as much as yeah, he's
0: that's play. what you know. Yeah, but just, as a player to watch this year, I think that um, uh, Martin Odegaard is a big one for Arsenal because um, I think he's just a classic I number 10.
1: Name, someone, yeah, someone outside the, the main guys. for you.
0: Yeah, I, I think he's a classic number 10. I think he's just um i think he's like an assist machine waiting to happen and i just think we didn't have the correct lineup like he played great last year he created a ton say, of
1: chances he played pretty good still though right
0: yeah 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 no he, he was he was very good for us um he works very hard uh, and and he scored more last year that was like the one complaint people had during his loan spell here i think he only had one goal and some people were worried that like he was like a soccer version of like ben simmons like all passing yeah. no no eye for the net, you know what I mean? And, and last year, he definitely scored well. And honestly, he's a great free take, uh, free kick taker. No, um, is he? Potentially. Obviously, it's very early to say, but he like I, I could very well see him going down as the best uh, free kick taker that I've seen at Arsenal since 2013. Oh, awesome. so um, he obviously doesn't have the track record right now. It's probably like Santika Zorla, although I have this like strong feeling in my head that there's somebody I keep forgetting. Um, and it's not Ozo or Alexis, but... Uh, um yeah, I, I think that Odegaard's a very good player and has a lot of potential. And I think it's all gonna like I, I think it came together last year. This year I think um the team's gonna come together in a way that his stats will get to shine, you know. Right, Like I think we'll have one of those Bruno type. How you old know? Is he? Excuse me. How old is he? Uh 23. Might be turning twenty, you know. He, he's gonna turn twenty-four this year, or he just or or you know. Or at the end of the year or something like that. He's, he's going on 24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have Chelsea fifth. I think Chelsea, um, you know, they had a lot of turnover, they lost Rüdiger and Christensen for free. Uh, it looks like they're gonna keep Abzillaqueta. Um, but also like their transfer stuff just doesn't make sense to me. Like the moves they're trying to make. It looks like they're bringing in Mark Kukurea as a, a center back, which I don't like him as much in that position. would be a
1: center back for them.
0: I, I believe so. I could be wrong on that, but I mean, they, they're going to have Ben Chilwell coming in back at left back at some point healthy. Like,
1: if, if yeah. they're bringing him I, in did, in. I know I saw something with them trying to get maybe get rid of him at some point. Who, and Chilwell? Maybe, yeah. But we'll see. Chelsea's
0: just a soulless football factory.
1: They were huge on him a year ago.
0: <laughs> Somehow, Chelsea is more soulless than Man City. Am I wrong?
1: Like, I, if, like, 15 years ago, I would, like, well, obviously Man City wasn't what they were, but I would say that about Man U. And I would mm-hmm. say it's crazy to say about Chelsea, but it's like, the more you watch, it's like, no, Chelsea's worse than any of them. Like, you're not, or your Cine to me. Like, like, growing up, that's how you would know Man U as being that. But it's like, Chelsea, the last 10 years, it's been worse than anybody with that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I, like, um, tell me, like, like, say to like, like, Say what you want about City, and obviously, they're like a plastic club. They don't have that many fans, like they don't have a rich history, whatever. Like, you know, they have Guardiola now. They, 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 you know, they, they gave Foden a chance right away. They got that Cole Palmer now, and they give it like, yeah, the people, Chelsea, yeah, they, the people
1: they, want to leave. They let them leave without, yeah, you know. dude.
0: Chelsea, they just buy all good these to their guys players, still, and they loan them out and they sign them to extensions
1: and then they let their young guys go for free. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's, it's nothing, too. It's not, it's not like it's just like guys coming in their huge flops and they get rid of them. Yeah, it's like. Like, Abraham was solid for him. Like, Tammy Abraham was, yeah, like, very solid, solid for was like, him. like, oh, now there's someone better out. There's someone better. Yeah, man. I
0: mean, dude, they, they let Mark Gay. I, I remember I kept saying this to you last year. They let Kurt Zuma, who I think is just mediocre and also abuses animals, so that takes him a little below uh, that. But they let Kurt Zuma, uh, uh, Mark Gaye, Gaye, Goye, however you say his name, and Fakaiu Tomori all leave in one summer knowing that they had four center backs coming out of contract the next year. because hey, We're just going to sign some guys like, like, like we
1: care. It's insane. It is. And, crazy. Then they'll, and they'll, they'll do stuff like that where then a guy will be out on loan for them and come back and say like, Oh, I want to leave. And they go, ah, oh, no, we're just going to throw you at the end of the bench and see what happens. Yeah. So I think
0: Chelsea is a soulless football factory, and also I was I hoping
1: just, to see them drop on your list. Yeah, and I, I
0: just think they're in for a year of a bit of turbulence. You know, what's I the think- deal
1: with Bernard? So did he did.
0: Uh, don't even get me started on Timo Werner Because one time I saw a post on Orsaka That was like, hey, who's a player for your club That is, who's like a bad player At your club that, that you just like Like anyway, and a bunch of Chelsea fans were Like, oh, Timo Werner, and I was like, shut the fuck up That is a world-class talent that you Ruined in your soulless football He was football supposed to
1: be background. like one of the like I wouldn't put him like as quite talked up as Holland's been, but like he was like He was a the Holland,
0: yeah, no, you're
1: not He wrong, was like a below notch below that he
0: was- <laughs> you hate giving me credit and you hate giving me sports acumen. Like, you know, for the last, sure. you know, five, six years, like I've had my eyes to soccer more than any, you know, no. like I used to with basketball and football. Like I, I would absolutely say that like Timo Werner was like the Holland before Holland, obviously. Oh Holland's,
1: no, he, well, he was talked up a ton. I, I think yeah. Holland's taken to like a, a next yeah. another no, Holland's at a level, you know,
0: yeah. um, but no, he with, was,
1: he was talked up. Like.
0: It's, it's like Timo Werner is Bryce Harper and, and, uh, and uh uh holland's mike trap you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, like yeah. they were like oh this guy's generational and then it just so happened that an even more generational guy yeah, came right by, around,
1: yeah. you know that's oh great. man
0: chelsea stinks
1: because behind him they don't have like an obvious guy to play. i know they're brought in sterling and all uh, they this, like
0: but kai havertz a lot
1: i believe at the center forwards position that's the they're playing with them right though but yeah he wasn't playing that before so it's like they don't have an obvious answer there
0: up next, I got Man U at six. Uh, Man U sucks. They've had an awful summer. They're a shit bag franchise. Uh, they're rotting like the carcass of, a, of an old whale, uh, washed to soar. But because they've got their pockets and all the British media, you got all these idiot pundits that are like, Oh, I'm oh, me. Well, you know, you just had a done bad year last year. They ain't going to just do that twice in a row. Ain't they? None they aren't. None you done. Uh, I got news for you, fellas. Man United finished uh, last out of the top six teams last year, and Arsenal and Tottenham, the two clubs that like finished just below them, both got insanely better. Like, here's the thing like, I, like, uh,
1: so you're an I'm, Arsenal fan, you don't like, you, you have no reason to give Tottenham credit, they got a lot better. At there, there's, like lot I said,
0: the, the main hope dash rational reason that I have to believe that Arsenal can be better is just that we were more injured than Tottenham last year and that like Jesus gives more of an immediate you know, impact also, than Tottenham's a very good team with a very good coach that did have and a it very got better. that had a very good summer Man United summer stuck the summer stinks it's awful it's a terrible summer
1: you'll know more than me but it, the parts I've heard with them is just everything they were going after just didn't happen
0: yeah so, well, they wanted Frankie DeYoung really badly, and Frankie That's DeYoung was just thing, like, no, right? dude. Like, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not doing that.
1: You're going to and... talk about him at some point, too, are
0: you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got him. Although, of course, as always, like, you were worried earlier. You were like, oh, I think we need to add a few more things for this podcast. <laughs> now this podcast is going to go way longer. than I was thinking <laughs> of making a live cut to this exact topic because I knew this was going to happen. But here we are. Um <laughs> I mean Man United, they swiped for some for some left back from Feynarood that that uh Leon wanted. And, and they got Lissandro Martinez. And I want to make this clear. Again, this is me taking I my for, bias. I was gonna
1: add you, I forgot I, I was drawing a blank on what their big signing was. Yes. I forgot about that.
0: And they were in competition with Arsenal and they ended up beating us for a signature. And and that is that's what happened clear as day. They they won. Um they 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 won the race for him. there, you know, there is no oh, Arsenal changed their minds. But I think. Uh, they Lysandre played Martinez. it
1: Martinez. What'd you say? They paid like a. a
0: oh yeah. A real big fee. A lot, a
1: lot oh already.
0: yeah. 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 Uh, it's the third biggest fee ever from Ajax. The only ones beating it are De young when he went to Barcelona and DeLict when he went to Juve. Oh, wow. But the biggest part of it is that I think a lot of British Premier League fans, myself included, thought he was going to be this Lysandro Martinez is this very versatile left back defensive mid center back. Uh, Whereas what it really sounds like is that he's a very talented, albeit undersized center back uh, who can in a pinch play those other positions. But like, I remember seeing Eric Tahag, uh, an interview with him. And and this came out before, like when it was still up in arms uh, or or the race was uh, up in the air. And this is like what made me Poo out on Lissandro Martinez a lot when I saw that Arsenal was gonna get him is uh tahagen uh a year or two ago did an interview where he was like, Oh no, uh he was talking about another player, but then he brought Martinez into it. And he was like, he doesn't have uh the like uh capacity, uh cardio-wise to like play the central midfield position. Uh, okay, yeah, and that yeah. was in the area division. So if that's in the area division, he certainly isn't gonna be playing the central midfield in the Premier League, you know. Um and it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I know Harry Maguire was really bad last year. But also, like, you know, w- w- weren't all these United fans coming themselves because they signed Raphael Varon? You know how many times they saw like, oh, United got Varon for this, and Arsenal got Ben White for that?
1: I don't get their fans either because they, they'll shit on themselves the, the most. And then they'll mm-hmm. turn around and be like, oh, why can't we challenge the top four this year? It's like, Yeah. You really get much better. I don't you know like... what else
0: really pisses me off. Is last summer they signed uh Pinaldo, um, mm-hmm. Sanchez, uh, or Sancho. Sorry, I'm thinking of Renato Sanchez right now, San- yeah, yeah Dylan Sancho,
1: yeah, he and, just uh, up PSG. Uh,
0: Rafael Varan. Everyone was like screaming about how great of a window that was. It looked like a great window, then like they didn't sign a midfielder, so literally the fans were just like, Glazers out. Like, we need to burn <laughs> the stadium down this way. Like, believe me, man, I've had some disappointing. We didn't
1: even talk about that. Renaud's walking out in the middle of games right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So sure that, that, their locker sure that's room. good for the locker room.
0: Their locker room is a mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. oh, but no, they've got to be better than last year. Their, their team just didn't get any better and their Gosh. morale's worse. And all the team. Had a little stroke of genius. Is what, is what separates. That's going to be a very Joran cut, you. Uh, but you ready for this? You know, this is what separates.
1: I, I, I cannot wait.
0: This is what separates the veterans uh from the rookies. We just went over the top six of my Premier League uh list predictions. Yeah. Got to tune into the next episode if you want the rest of them. That's how we're saving time, baby. Oh. Doing bam <laughs> Go on air editing of the itinerary what do you think of that
1: oh, I love it I, oh. I thought you were about to hit me with give me your top 10 Nathan for you episodes right now on the spot No,
0: because it would have been it would have been very <laughs> haphazardly put together you would have been like oh, now you mentioned that I do think that one that I added at uh, 27 was better than this one I got at 23 they go know, oh, yeah, I didn't As think of, it if
1: any of this is not put together haphazardly
0: and and you'll just be well my uh, are you saying my Nathan fielder list was put together haphazardly
1: we're gonna make us that the collective. Us as a collective,
0: sure. But but if there's one, <laughs> if there's one piece of our work together that can be pointed at and say that was crafted with care, with dignity, with 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 effort. It's gonna be my Nathan. Uh, when I make a list of something in an order of something else, I like it, gun to my head. I'm taking it under the assumption that I have to choose one of these two. That you know,
1: that's what I'm so disappointed in myself about. I I, I know your list-making skills, so I've have talked about it at
0: length, and and yet you you decided to to you know get into the batter's box I didn't bring the
1: best. to get into I the batter's box be against better. Randy I, Johnson long without long
0: taking a few warm-up hacks. <laughs> it's very upsetting. Um, all right. Up next, we've got players athletes in their 30s. So what do you think? Of play? I mean, oh, you hate, but that's the thing. So if somebody could make any accusation against you and have it stick, uh, it would be ageism.
1: Uh, I think you're right.
0: You like your players young. I just like, that sounds dirty. What?
1: It just sounds dirty.
0: What? You like your players young or yeah. the number 30 sounds dirty to you.
1: The first one.
0: I mean, you, if you were the head of US soccer, you would have made the
1: same mistakes with Freddie Adu that, that were made. Yeah. No, but I don't, I'm not for like, you don't, I don't, you don't throw him right into the fire. Not that um, he was, but I
0: don't know. I, I'm not sure how much restraint I've seen you. Uh, I've, I've been in, sorry, I've played a lot of NBA 2K sim leagues with you. I've never seen you take uh, an older player once.
1: That's a, that's a blatant lie.
0: An older player with
1: your top eight picks? Once. Top eight picks, sure. But I stockpile them at the end of my thing because of the one-year contracts. Yeah, but then, like so – That's how I get all the money the, the second year in. I, I have all one-year, one-plus-one deals, old guys, and then they're out, and I have all that money saved up.
0: But like if, our, or if Everton – I,
1: I would not have given Damian Lillard the fifth and sixth year. In two why games. not?
0: What do they got better to spend that money on?
1: Well, in 2K, you don't have the option for the Dame District, so it's
0: no. Ah, uh, you, you can you can edit you can edit those arenas
1: to a Dame District.
0: <laughs> ah, may, maybe I mean, sorry, is the Dame District a not or something? Is the Dame District not just an idea until it's been put together? <laughs>
1: That sounded too good for me to disagree with that. Do anyway, you think you can make it in Roller Coaster Tycoon? Can, you, can we do that one day? I'm sure I could, but honestly, like Roller Coaster Tycoon, I don't
0: know. That, that's a definition of it's all in the journey and not in the destination, you know?
1: Sure. So tell me what this this player, this player 30-year-old player thing is. Well, you didn't just give like me any background that, like, on what we're, what we're doing with it.
0: All right, so baseball, basketball, football, and soccer.
1: Yeah, that's all you gave me was that and players that are 30. It, yeah. So all what do right. You think? So about what?
0: Like those players over 30.
1: Are we doing like by sport? Or are we just
0: Yeah, just like you know, which which you think it's the hardest to, to age,
1: which sport do you think it's the hardest to age gracefully, and which you think it's the easiest? Top of my head, uh, outside of quarterbacks, kickers and punters, probably football.
0: I was thinking about how I was thinking about that. Like, how weird is that? I mean, like, I don't know if weird is the right term. It all makes sense. But, like, uh, if anything, the pay structure needs to be changed because of it. These quarterbacks, you can make quarterbacks,
1: top right is 45. It's it's crazy. It's like, what age? Did, did like it's, it's, you Calvin say, Johnson don't retired don't at like 29? Either, it's, it's a lot of these other guys are still like 36, 37. They're still like
0: Julio Jones is 30 and he's just like
1: dumb. <laughs> done He's and he's I think he's been dumb. Like I actually thought that was my big thing going to last year. I thought people were too high on like him with going to Titans, or it's like he hasn't been healthy for, for how long now?
0: Dude, Des Bryant retired had to retire at like age 28.
1: His body was, he just was, he was forgotten like two seasons before that. Basically, it was he was a big name for him, he was brought up, but it was just like,
0: honestly, that's why I think, the and, that, and, that, and made like you're out like, talking
1: about positioning, not even talking about the running backs, which is the one they talk about at length with that,
0: dude. Honestly, that's why the Packers made out like bandits in that Devontae Adams trade.
1: because you had to extend him too. That's a deal that like people don't pay attention enough will, will trash because he's a big name. But it's like, that was, I thought it was a great deal,
0: dude. Um. Honestly, offensive lineman is pretty funny. One, none of this is funny. It's all incredibly sadly painful. But like sometimes offensive linemen will be like forty, and they'll still be doing it. And sometimes
1: at like twenty nine, Jason be Peters. Like, what? Jason Peters been hanging on. For yeah, like Andrew five Whitworth. Years now. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, oh, Whit- Whitworth late- is like the I would say is like the positive side. It. It's like worked out for him. But Peters, like it, it Peters is still Hall of Famer, so it doesn't matter. But he's like the last five years keeps trying to play and, like they're saying this year he still like wants a starting job from someone it's like i don't know what to tell you big man
0: dude and then and then like you got guys that are are like atlee uh marpet who i think came back because of brady coming back i might be wrong on that but like yeah you know, you're just like 29 year offensive lineman you're like yeah i'm tired of being 350 20 pounds like i'm just People don't think I about do that. Love that right
1: I love seeing the offensive linemen retire and then they're just... You ever read one of those of
0: stories about how hard they have to work to, like, maintain their weight? No. Yeah, like, dude, they gotta, like, eat, like, pancakes when they're, like, full. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like they'll, they'll, they'll just have been... Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but, dude, like, imagine... Not- I, I love
1: that you said pancakes because that does make it sound so much harder because it's like, no, exactly. Who wants, eat, who wants to eat pancakes when they're full?
0: Imagine being full and just being like, nope, Sawyer, like, like as if it's a workout. It's like, nope, Sawyer, like, you got to eat these four pancakes. Like, get through them. Like, that'd be miserable.
1: They, I, I, I'm i not, I think it might have been Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld talking about pancakes. They're saying how they just, the second they're not hot anymore, just completely lose their allure. I've, uh, I've and, and always I
0: been on the waffle over pancakes guy. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on
1: the waffle. I like pancakes too, but I much well, I
0: like ball. I like pancakes too, but also here's yeah. another hot take for you, so I despise a Belgian waffle. Really? I think a regular flat Compressed Southern I style. Do, but I do. I'm
1: with you that i prefer it two
0: dude. It's hard to find those now. And waffle makers. We have a waffle maker in my house that we've had since I was like five. And I tell my dad all the time, "You're not allowed to throw this away." Like I love making waffles, and like I will not eat Belgian waffles. I was like, I, I. It's the only waffle, non-Belgian waffle maker I've been able to find that is still produced uh, is by Black and Decker, the Lock Company. I don't want a Lock Company making my waffles. <laughs> they do
1: get the. But- Belgian waffles do get too doughy in a lot of places.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah.
1: In a, in a lot of places, essentially, it's the pancake because it is, it is, you know, got the crisp. You get yep. it's, it's just a bunch of dough. I'm with you on that.
0: All right. Now, now, basically, my love
1: for the Belgian national soccer team. I, I'm with you on the Belgian waffle.
0: So, Belgium's a real, Belgium's a really small country, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like, Germany's not that big.
1: Okay, but like, what are, what are we saying about this too? So,
0: well, like, I I remember Kevin De Bruyne one time he was like it was like you know about, he literally said this is the country you he was like like we are Belgium we are not Italy it's like all right man like
1: like you know the what, United the context of like soccer greatness
0: yeah just like resources he's like he's like we can't like we don't have as many people like like we don't have as big of a pool with talent like how are we supposed you know it's just like I don't know dude like United States trumps all these
1: that's still the old it's a weird dream. thing for a guy like him to bring up too where it's like he's supposed to be the golden age of this this country at the time the that's, the,
0: that's the dream though man is to have um is, is like the old like what if all the US athletes were just like all right sock uh, here's what i got to say cut I cut hockey it. like ban hockey in america cuz like that one doesn't even make sense hockey is a sport played by like five countries and we're one of them and we're not good enough to be good in it. So like, let's just stop, you know, like let's just leave hockey to Russia, uh, Canada, and like once every couple of years, Finland or Sweden, I guess. Like, (laughs) like uh, you're left, am I wrong?
1: I'm not a big hockey guy. Here's
0: the thing. Obviously we're the only ones. My my
1: gripes with their fans more than the sport itself though. Like, I, obviously, I will say that I do like going to a hockey. I'll, I'll go to a hockey. I'm a big hockey guy. to one sport. Like, here's by, what I'm uh, saying. By far the least. But.
0: And we have not talked about the other sports uh, and their athletes over the age of 30 besides football at all, mind you. But uh, we're now on this other topic. Like, here's what I'm saying. Obviously, no other country besides us gives a fuck about football, like like American football.
1: No. Um, They're um, trying to, the to get the, 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 to the Mexico to the and the Englishmen in there into it but they're they're not that
0: well well dude i was gonna say i, I was watching this video about this guy who's like a top recruit for pit from italy and it was very funny him being like yeah we don't have high school teams you have club teams in italy and it's very funny to watch um yeah but <laughs> american football is so huge in america that like it's too big to fail like i see why it's its own self-sustaining economy you know what i mean oh uh, yeah then you've got baseball. Baseball has an incredibly rich history in America. That if we were the only ones who cared about it, it would kind of make sense to keep it going. But uh, it's it's huge in Latin America. It's huge in yeah, Asia. I would say Latin. yeah, yeah. So like you know, That's like it, I, I want us competing in baseball still. Then you've got. And you got uh, basketball. the
1: basketball.
0: yeah. basketball, obviously, is is even though it's so much bigger in America than everywhere else. The NBA has never been bigger in China.
1: No, it's they, they fat- always say it's, the, the, it's statistically supposed to be like the fastest girl. Grow- I don't get how they, they gauge that, but they say it's the fastest growing sport in the world. Just cause it's constantly getting so many people.
0: Yeah. Like, like dude, people over, like I'm, I have a lot of international friends uh, because of like college and stuff and, and whatnot. And like, they just like, I know some of them that are huge into basketball. And even if they're not, they're just like, Oh, with the NBA, like that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even like girl like I know girls from like Australia and like Argentina and 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 England and France that don't give a shit about sports, but it's like oh American NBA basketball game that's like going to an event like like they want to yeah. be at a Knicks game because like they view that as like a big you know I was gonna say like American Madison
1: Square Garden yeah, yeah the, it's like a celebrity. celebrities in there too yeah. yeah you don't really get that with hockey I, I'm trying to think what the biggest like what's it like a NFL offensive linemen chugging beers out of the game. That's their equivalent to like a that was a basketball game,
0: Sawyer. That wasn't even at hockey. What's that? That wasn't even at hockey. That was a basketball. What well, was? The yeah, NFL lineman chugging.
1: They do it at hockey games all the time. Sure, but it started it started with the Packers linemen with the Bucks. No, I know. Saying. I'm saying, like, what's their big thing, like, celebrity-wise at hockey? Oh, games?
0: okay, celebrity-wise. Like, but I'm just saying, I thought you were saying, like, what's the best part of going to a hockey game? Them show No, no, no. I'm saying, like, what's yeah, their, I was just gonna like,
1: say, celebrity, like, celebrity equivalent? This big highlight of theirs like,
0: isn't even, like, original to them.
1: No, no. That's they do it at all that's. sporting events, but, like, I'm trying to think of, like, they'll so show, you know, they'll show a celebrity at a uh, sporting event, what the biggest one with hockey's been.
0: Meanwhile, soccer is huge. In other countries, so it's like if we just put our might and our muscle behind it, it would be worth it. Whereas with hockey, it just isn't. Like, why be fourth at some sport nobody cares about? You know what I mean?
1: We're going to make a lot of fans for the hockey people.
0: I'm not even shitting on – I want to make that clear. I'm not saying, look, hockey's stupid. Who cares? I'm saying from, like, an economic standpoint. In, like, the same way that HBO Max is like, we got to cut everything right now to make money. Like, cut hockey. Get all those hockey players, put them in the
1: football and the soccer. Well, so I on. get because they'll argue, hockey fans will argue, like, uh, they'll get mad that ESPN doesn't doesn't cover it more. But, yeah. like, it's because of the money. The same mm-hmm. thing you guys argue for other other things that we want to get into. It's, it's the same thing. It's the money. It's not that big of a sport compared to the other ones.
0: The NHL and the WNBA are the same to me.
1: Well, that that's the, the hockey fans would, would point to that with the WNBA that oh they don't make as much money so they shouldn't complain. It's the same thing for hockey. Yeah. Same thing. I've decided hockey. Give me, is give me to your be top if you're if you were getting the best athletes for U.S. soccer. Give me your like top three positions from other sports you would recruit.
0: Cornerbacks as fullbacks. Yep, that,
1: that was that was one of my lists.
0: Point guards as strikers, because they would be by far the tallest on the field and also and still, the most athletic. Yes. Yeah, and like, fastest and like a could mile. Yep. You know? Um,
1: I was trying to think of the third. Those were the, I thought those were the two. Uh, probably
0: small small forwards as center backs. They'd be the fastest. I like that. They'd have the highest. They'd be the tallest. They'd be able to jump. You know, all that.
1: Real strong, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: like that. Yeah,
0: I think that's it. I like it. And I like that now we're keeping the end. We can go back to the 30-year-olds in other sports on a rainy day because we turned this into a whole different topic. How do you like that? What's this you got written down about Roadhouse? This is a you topic.
1: Uh, this is for you to bring up. Go this ahead. will be quick. That I, I imagine. Have you ever seen the movie Roadhouse? Kind of. All uh, right. I don't know what that means, but... So Roadhouse is one of the all-time guilty pleasure movies. It's supposed to be one of the best bad movies ever. Uh, sorry, famous uh Patrick Swayze role. They're rep- they're doing a new one. It's supposed to be Jake Gyllenhaal Hall and Conor McGregor's first uh role as an actor. Mm-hmm. I just it just sounds like a complete nightmare. Yeah, I, I don't like the idea of Jake Gyllenhaal Hall and Roadhouse. That doesn't make any It sense. doesn't make any sense oh. to me. Like, I can see McGregor playing a bad guy in it. The uh, Billy Magnuson guy could also play a great bad guy in it. I don't know. Oh, Billy Jake Madison Jones. guy, the guy from West Wing? Billy, Billy Magnuson. Oh, oh, who's that? Uh, he's in the show, like, May for Love. He was in uh, the Big Short. He plays one of the asshole, like, realtor guys in the Big Short. Oh, okay. The blonde hair guy. You, you'd recognize him. You saw him. Uh, he's just in something else. He's mean, not so. in game night, is he? He is in game night.
0: Is he the idiot friend in Game Night?
1: He's the. uh, You're a bigger Game Night guy than me. I know he's definitely. I have like
0: a that. movie award. Uh, Game Night's one the of the blonde, most. Important. blonde hair uh, is always has the. Uh, yeah, the moron. Probably yeah. He's like the idiot friend in Game Night.
1: Yeah, I'm sure.
0: Look him up. Oh my god, that's terrific news! Game Night is a fantastic. I know
1: you love that movie.
0: Yeah, no, Game Game Night's very important to like the future of cinema. They unfortunately we just didn't learn any lessons from game night. We just we just spit in game night's face and have kept this whole hub of guy, look. Yeah, it's him. He's he plays a great idiot in game night.
1: That's funny too, because the, the show I like him and he plays like a tech genius.
0: I'd love to play a tech genius, but old uh never mind. We'll we'll get to that in the Nathan Fielder episode. We can't be <laughs> bringing that up now. Uh so it sounds like you're a bigger roadhouse guy than me. So let me ask you this. Um I mean, Jason Momoa has got to be, like, the number one guy to play the guy in Roadhouse now,
1: no? You, you'd be perfect. Well, so the the well, it depends how much they're straying away from it because one of the big ongoing jokes in the original Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze is not a huge guy. And he's supposed to be a real tough guy, and they always, like, crack like a – every okay. they like, what's that?
0: I said, okay, that makes sense to me. It's the yeah, one but we'll, one like, consistently
1: go – they'll go, like, oh, thought you'd be bigger. And mm-hmm. that's, like, an ongoing joke. So I guess John, John Hall – fits that thing, but he's just young. Nick Donald's getting weird with his, his choices lately.
0: Who, let me ask you this, huh? Who were these bar patrons that were just knocking all these guys that they couldn't be tough because of their height, huh, pal? A recent <laughs> fired CEO of a, of a wrestling company? Because I'll tell you this, the minute you told me that they that kept saying that to him in, in that movie, I if thought, well, are. maybe Shawn Michaels can play this bouncer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It he's kind of like Um
0: There's this great uh, wrestling show on uh, Stars right now called Heels uh, that Stephen Amell is in. You'd actually really like it because it's like something I've movie. always wanted to watch. I
1: just don't have Stars on the main or anything. So. Uh,
0: I've got a great website to pirate shit on. Uh,
1: if, if uh, I'll, I'll get that for me afterwards then.
0: Yeah, but um, I is there uh, multiple seasons of that out? I uh, no, but the second like uh, they're, 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 uh, they they bought a second season and it's.
1: Okay. When it first came out, I remember you telling me
0: about it. It was in production. But there was a great scene that's supposed to be like a like a bar fight, uh uh gone wrong. Like like this isn't a wrestling scene, like there's an actual fight at a bar, uh, and this girl wrestler just hurricanas a guy in the parking lot. It's just not a real wrestling. <laughs> that's all, that's all yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always laugh it always makes me laugh because I think back to Brett the hitman heart always he's like a big proponent of like you should only be using moves in wrestling that would like look good in a fight but his finisher was the sharpshooter which you cannot <laughs> put on somebody that does not want you to <laughs> to put on put it on them you know what I mean um R-
1: Roadhouse is one of the most ridiculous movies ever
0: yeah um these hBO changes so here, me and you were guys trying to get into Hollywood uh, this sucks and honestly, all those Marvel fans that were, like, bitching and moaning anytime. Like a I am going to say, give me, give
1: me, like, a breakdown of it because like you know more about it than me. Anything oh. that I have saw on it was them, like, taking off the, uh, like, things they just put out that would ta- that are or originals they would take down just because, like. Look,
0: they're making a big pivot. Uh, they're, they're, there's rumors that they're cutting 70% of, like, their in-house, like, original scripted content and staff, which is literally awful for <laughs> us which is very funny because I have friends who just like like TV. That's like, man, that sucks on. It's like, I'm literally (laughs) applying for writers' (laughs) rooms right now. I'm like, yeah, man, like me and you are equally invested in this. Uh, But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's just really stupid. Um, I want to make this clear. I'm not shitting on reality TV as a medium at all. Like a lot of people really like that. A lot of jobs are wrapped up in that. It's all good. But like basically Discovery already has, Discovery Plus already is just like reality. Yeah, brothers. how are they
1: involved in this? I kept seeing their name. All well, they
0: thing. they merged Time Warner okay. and Discovery, and they're like, like Discovery already has like the property brothers. and, so like 90 Days Fiance and all these great reality friends. And they just want to do that on HBO. And HBO is not like basically what, they, what it looks like they're doing is it's like HBO is going to be HBO and HBO Max is going to be like, I don't know, like that's that's. It seems like they want TV shows to be, like, for HBO. It doesn't make any sense to me. HBO Max is the best streaming service. It it sucks. And, like, the reason a lot of you, I'm sure, have heard about, like, oh, they got rid of Batgirl, even though they already spent $90 million on it. Why wouldn't they just air it? Because, like, apparently they can be like, well, we're not going to air this. Give us some tax money back, and they'll make a few million dollars back from taxes. still a giant loss. But technically they're seeing money for that, I felt I
1: just felt bad for that show because I kept seeing headlines like "The Spike Peacemaker Season Two is still on." And so, yeah. Oh, that's just that's just me.
0: <laughs> uh, well, that's the other thing. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. They got rid of this very successful and popular uh, Hispanic family sitcom called The Guadita Chronicles because they were like, "Oh, well, that just like it doesn't like HBO Max and HBO like we're, we like we're not about family." And like, that's like an ABC sitcom. And I'm like, all right, that makes
1: sense. I've never seen that show, but I've seen the trailer that like automatically plays if you get stuck on it mm-hmm. so many times. So well, many-
0: sure, like, I- I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, all right, that logic can make sense to me. But then there's this mm-hmm. TV show, Harley Quinn, that I love that I recommended to you recently. You it. It's based on DC comic characters, but is actually like an R-rated uh, adult uh, uh, cartoon, like, like a Rick and Morty or like a, you know, Bob's Burgers. But it's also really smartly written where everything's like making fun of TV tropes and movie stereotypes and stuff like that. Yeah. No, it's, it's, have you ever seen the TV show Community?
1: Yeah. yeah, I love Community.
0: You know how that they like, I I think that Harley Quinn and Community of like the same writers were. Cause like, you know, community, oh, all really? making fun yeah. Of genre. Yeah, it, it's like yeah. the same, like, like Jim Gordon in that whole thing. Like I told you, he reminds me of a lot of cops at you, right? Where he's just like, well, I'm a cop. Like he literally will walk around and just sing like, I'm a damn good cop and a damn good cop. You know, it's like shit like that. Like this show makes all the sense in the world for like, oh, you don't want the Guadido Chronicles because, you know, you're not about that. Oh, so you're about Harley Quinn, which is popular and has a fan base and like, yeah. you know, goes right into these levels you're talking about. Apparently that's in trouble too, because it's just an HBO max original. But it's like, oh, well, we don't want to do those. It's like, that doesn't make sense though. You're going to do them, but they're just going to be stupid reality shows.
1: <laughs> they got, they didn't renew the one of the shows I like made for love that no one seemed to talk about, but I liked, uh, what was they, it called? They're not right there. Made for love.
0: Oh, I have was, heard people talk about that. And like, yeah, yeah the, like that
1: I, it the, the guy make it- we were just talking about. One of the main thing, uh, christina richie i want to say her last name uh she's actually a cherry hill girl but she was um in palm springs recently yeah 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 she was the star her. of it ray
0: romano was in it i don't like her because she was mean to one of my friends at a meet and greet at uh, tcnj once
1: oh really i don't like that that even mean
0: she just did a very bad job it was a q a and she did it really poorly and it was coming off of her big breakout thing in How I Met Your Mother. But she was just like, I don't want to talk about how I met your mother. I'd just rather talk about my experience as a theater actor. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that sounds like what the hell. She's
1: hired just really, she is in interesting stuff. She was in Black, uh, one of the more famous Black Mirror yeah. episodes. than Tom. You know, not screw her. That episode of Black was.
0: Mirror is famous and great because of Jesse Plemons being his weirdo. She's, that's stuff. the episode she's in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why he, that episode's great. It's because Jesse Plemons is phenomenal at playing a creepy weirdo, as he he's does so, in the He's so
1: weird, Matt. Up, he's he's so weird in that. Yeah, he's so weird in that. I, no, I I don't think I've seen Game Night all the right way through. I've seen like parts of it.
0: I, well, that's, that's just a uh, 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 well. No, you know, sorry, you're the reason why they're cutting shows, and and it's all reality <laughs> TV is because you won't support Game Night. Um. We'll do a back-to-back, even
1: even though they're very different movies, Game Night and Roadhouse back-to-back.
0: Well, I I have an award called The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, a.k.a. Game Night, a.k.a. Yesterday of the Year Award, based on a random movie that I see, and I'm just like, oh, my God, that's it. Like, that's that's, that's a movie, ladies and gentlemen. That was Um, one
1: of
0: them. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the TV show The Crown? No. Okay, well, that's going to be important for later on. But... um, (laughs) Dude, like
1: I do like a- you explaining things to me where I've only read the headline or blurb. Well,
0: that that's doesn't make any sense to me. So, so so part of HBO Max's strategy with like the Batgirl movie is that like superhero movies now have to be, you know, 200 million dollars minimum. And, and Batgirl had an 80 million dollar budget. And it was like, oh, we're going to make some smaller movies for HBO Max that like. You know, it's a smaller budget superhero movie is basically the idea. Dude, that Batgirl movie had Michael Keaton coming back as Batman for the first time since the 90s, had Brendan Fraser playing the villain Firefly, and had J.K. Simmons as Batgirl's dad, Commissioner Gordon. How do you just cut that?
1: I didn't know that. What
0: that, and it's like next week, I'm going to have to see Spinkly Dinkly Diddly Do, like HBO Max's new cheap horror knockoff of uh, of Humpty Dumpty. I don't want to see that.
1: The Brendan Fraser comeback does confuse me, though, we'll say that.
0: No, uh, yeah, Um. well, I, I take that back. He came out, he was diddled by like a Hollywood executive
1: in like 2002. So, you know.
0: I think P- we, P- we talked about it before. I
1: don't. Uh, being mad well, about people Brandon are like Fru- saying he should win the Oscar for this role, the, the whale movie. Oh, and so sorry, brilliant. people
0: thought Tony Stark should win the Oscar for Iron Man for the last Avengers just because he died in it. Like, don't don't take what people <laughs> say about Oscars seriously. But, um, going back to Jesse Clemens, uh, which is perfect. Which I forgot is- we've
1: actually talked about the Brendan Fraser thing before.
0: This has been a very, very disjointed segment, but um, on well, a very disjointed <laughs> podcast, mind you. But, um,
1: <laughs> it's I will tough,
0: say. <laughs> I will say this about the Jesse Plemons thing. I love his role in The Irishman uh because he plays um Jimmy Hoffa's like son or stepson or son-in-law or something and it's like yeah. they needed him to be there when they abduct jimmy
1: to whack him <laughs> that's the only way i was gonna jimmy... say i watched it if the day came out and haven't watched it again since and that's one of the scenes i remember the most just like him being in the car with a... no, them literally
0: pulls up and he's like hey jimmy i'm here and then they just pull away with it <laughs> very funny you know it's very reminiscent to when Jackie moon and semi pro tricks the hippie with the fake check. Like they're just like, there he is. All right, I'm out of the way. Like they a uh,
1: big check department. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. A bigger bank, B- bigger, bigger bank? bank. Well, the big check department, uh, that'll help you out. Semi pro was the first movie I ever had to watch um, for popularity. I was at a, a basketball summer camp. And um, a lot of the cool crowd was really quoting semi-pro. I had to jump in, you know, I had to make no bones about
1: it. But that is a great movie. I love that movie. And mm-hmm. a movie that wouldn't get made now. Yeah, that can ruin a movie for you sometimes. Because that can ruin a movie for you sometimes. You get in too late on it.
0: Yeah, no, I got in on it you pretty well. To too time. much about
1: it or thing. It can be underwhelming sometimes.
0: Well, I always say that I think, um, at least from my experience, um, uh, the Hangover was the first movie ever ruined by the internet. With uh, Step Brothers, as yeah. a very close second. Uh, um, yeah. At least I had to go to a private school for one year as a freshman in college, in the most douchiest, least funny, like like everyone's idea of a private school dash like fraternity bro that basically like anyone's idea of like a do you know who my dad is type of kid yeah. like there was a big group of these kids the great above me who would just be like yo bro call me nighthawk <laughs> 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 like you got to be better at quote movies my guy like you can't just <laughs> blurt something out you know just <laughs> no my goodness have have a little class God damn, we, we didn't even touch on the MLB trade deadline. I was gonna say we had, what, what
1: what did we even start with on this one? Was this the, oh, the, the HBO chain? This is the HBO chain. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um I thought we were still in the players being 30.
0: No, 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 the players being 30. We we this 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 has been a, a great episode. This is this is the kind of episode that people talk Oh, it's great. About. But um I will say this. Um about the trade deadline. Uh, the number one thing I wanted to talk about from the trade deadline is actually the Josh Hader trade. Milwaukee Bucks or the Milwaukee Brewers. Excuse yeah. Me. I want the,
1: You were going to tell me your take. I want to hear your take on that one.
0: So, so Josh Hader is, is probably, you know, what you would call the best closer in baseball. I'm not talking like stats, just reputation and stats over the past three to four years, you know, not, not trying to say he's the very best reliever at this moment, but it's been a hot name at the deadline for a while. I do he,
1: always love that too. And swear not to cut you off, but the, um, Whenever there's a great reliever, like that's one of my favorite. Like, it's just a cool position that everyone loves. Yeah. Like, you got to shut down cornerback. Uh, yeah. Shut down closer like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Um, no, no, no problem. But, um, you know, he's been rumored to be traded for the last couple of years um, because Milwaukee was never going to sign him long term. And the clock was going to tick on his team control eventually until he left in free agency. And they were heavily criticized for trading him now because this was easily the window where there were the least rumors about him. Um, And they were in first place in the division, but they got back two, maybe three. I forget like top level prospects. I I don't know. You Mm -hmm. know, I I don't know who these prospects are. I cannot speak to them, but they're good prospects. Mm -hmm. And they got an incredibly currently effective left-handed closer back and Taylor Rogers, who was like one of the MLB save leaders this year, going into that trade, um, Mm -hmm. Haters got much better stuff, but like Rogers is consistent. Rogers is a left-hander. They already have a good right-handed uh, guy that can close in Devin Williams. Like it, they they built for the future and stayed winning now. That's what you have to do when you're Yeah, Yeah, that's
1: what team. I saw they're basically saying. On. Like they didn't mortgage yeah. this year because they brought in Rogers and they weren't going to re- extend them anyway. So,
0: yeah, like it's just one of those things you got to do when you're not a big market team. I'm sorry. You know the one soto trade. I don't really have anything for that. You know
1: a thing about small market teams. Big shoes. No. What is it? I'm just saying you're a fan of Timberwolves. Oh,
0: I thought you said you know what the thing is about small market teams. I said you
1: know a thing. Oh, yeah,
0: it. I do. I'm a Wolves fan through and through. And but whoa, well, but for some reason, swear, they're the one small market team that everybody they just got the pitchforks up, the torches lit. Got to we gotta go be mean to the Timberwolves for some reason. We gotta go hunt the Timberwolves. Gotta attack the Timberwolves. Doesn't make a lick of sense. I well, hate
1: Um.
0: Anyway, so no, I don't have much to say on except for how ridiculous it is that the Washington Nationals, like four years ago, had Bryce Harper, was, that Zervo, was was, Anthony was, Rendon. Um. Uh.
1: I was going over with somebody else the other day, and they forgot about Rendon too. I was like. They had right, to. I
0: I keep forgetting Trey Turner. Um, but I will give them this. Um, Harper left in free agency, as did Rendon, and Scherzer was gonna leave at the end of the year. They traded him, and he was older, so it's really yeah. only Trey Turner and um.
1: No Soto and
0: Soto, who they like inexplicably.
1: Rendon, they've been kind of right on because they didn't sign. Yeah, since. sense. But like Turner and Harper, I get why they they couldn't sign them, but. Turner, I think they they would have traded a, a year
0: and a half prior to him hitting free agency and seemingly right. they were going to extend him. And it's years. not
1: like they didn't offer anything to Soto or uh, Harper. Like I'll they, tell you they this, gave though. Them, they, sent, they offered both of them a yep. lot. Of them.
0: Um, I will say this, though. I, um, I appreciate the value of a dollar, but um, because I'm pro team or I'm pro player, and I think it's like very obvious that... You can't accuse a millionaire of being greedy for negotiating in a negotiation with a billionaire. That I just loved Soto saying no to a half a billion dollar contract. And, you know, everyone's, every man over the age of 40's brain was blown. I would walk around with my chest out. I'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't, I, I hope he laughed at him when he turned that down. I, I was <laughs> exaggerating. So uh, they were like, what? They go, do you think that wasn't enough for him? I'd go, not even close. Not even close <laughs> to what's. Uh, I was like, I was like, they're almost halfway there. They're almost halfway to Juan Soto, I'd say. <laughs> and then what was doing. the what was
1: the All Star game like? Rumor like they didn't fly. Man. Oh yeah, they
0: didn't <laughs> fly. Which also was just like you know they're trying to be all tooty booty and and you know uh, uh, try to like like show all, or or like that's trying to them play hardball with Soto. All that does is remove you from playing hardball
1: with the rest of the league because that's the fact. thing that i don't think owners ever get with stuff like that or it's like i get your relationship is strained with this with this player but if you like the players talk mm-hmm. like you're gonna have trouble bringing in other people because of this
0: yeah so how does that make any sense and not only yeah. that but like it could kind of get out to the other teams not or not get out the, but it's like oh well the, they have to trade soto now yeah you know, like, they're not, oh, they're, I'm sure they're going to work out a contract extension after they were like, yeah, buddy, we're not helping you get to the all-star game. that's <laughs> just putting all the pressure on yourself, you know?
1: Yeah, it is. It's crazy to see how quickly that team, like, from what it was and to where it is now.
0: Uh, and then just last, I think the Phillies had a very nice deadline. They traded Logan Ohoppy, Mickey Moniak, one other prospect whose name I do not know, something Sanchez. Um, but not even our highest rated prospect named Sanchez. And then uh, um, Ben Brown for half a season of Noah Syndergaard, half a season of Dave Robertson and uh, seven controlled years of Brandon Marsh. Um, I was at the movies. I was seeing nope, when all this happened, um, the trading Logan Ohoppy and not getting a cost controlled pitcher back was what I was most upset about. Um, and I was very upset about it in the moment. But I do think that um, getting Robertson and Syndergaard for the rest of this year kind of offsets that because we can just sign a pitcher in theory in the offseason. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter a ton. Like That's we bought point. in, like, like, in a vacuum. That is what
1: you expect to get to when you're, you're trading Ohapi, so yeah.
0: Like like if you just told me, okay, we trade Moniac, Ohapi, and Brown, and we get these guys back. I would have been happy for it. It was more that I saw Ohapi. Yeah, even when
1: like a lot of the like, when they're doing like the winners losers on a lot of like sites, they'll just put Marsh into yeah. the garden and It does look better when you look at it that way.
0: Yeah, like I, I think that, um, I think that, um, I, I do think that. Uh, uh, I, I was just upset it because I thought we weren't going to get pitching uh, for the rest of the deadline. Yeah, I we're thought we.
1: That, so or we
0: are gonna pay like a crazy price for it. Um, and I, I think that all worked out pretty well. Yeah. So
1: I'm excited. I, I, think, I think they have a very good sud- d- pictures. I know people liked the picture mm-hmm. they traded, but they didn't at least trade in the top three guys.
0: Yeah, it was upsetting to lose Ben Brown. Um, but again, okay. you know, beggars can't be choosers. I think yeah, Robinson, who is who we traded Brown for, is the piece that easily raises our ceiling the most out of these three guys and helps us the yeah. most to make the playoffs. And I think there's a good chance we can extend him in the off season.
1: Right. And, and either guy that would train or his price coming up with the in this particular Phillies team in the next few years either. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And Brown is as, as great of a summer and a year as Brown has had. He still had a long way to go. He just got, yeah. Like they said, he, had they a he was, was a single a. A.
1: Like the Phillies prospect. He was ranked much lower than that, but still he's had a ways to go. Yeah, and Mark I mean. was a big prospect in his own right uh, as recently as last year.
0: Yeah. You know. But enough about the Phillies. There's more important things to talk about. There's still some more. Uh, honestly, this was terribly ordered by me because I'm back <laughs> to soccer now. Um, Chelsea's just trying to bully their way into buying Wesley Fofana, and it's pissing me off. Um, but what also is pissing me off is seeing fans on Reddit. This is one of my favorite things sports fans online will do. So here's the situation, right? Um, Chelsea wants Wesley Fofana. They don't have a chance in hell at getting Wesley Fofana. Um, if they, if they were to get him, uh, they will have to pay over 75 million pounds without a doubt, over 80, most likely. It's the only way they will be able to get him this summer. Um, but some rumor will be posted that says, uh, Chelsea lodge 50 million bid to to uh, Leicester City for Wesley Fofana, and then you'll see some dipshit Chelsea fans on Reddit posting it, being like, <clears throat> Oi, now let me tell you here, eh? 50 million that'd be a little much for Fofana now, but I think it could be worth it based on his potential." Yeah, bozo. Well, guess what, you fucking moron, it would cost you um, much more than that majority more than that, handfuls more than that, and Scrooge McDuck's, uh, it will cost you more money to buy Wesley Fofana than I am likely to see in my entire life. And you're sitting there like, oh, what? This complete imaginary price that could never happen that I just invented. Yeah. Oh, hey, you twist my arm, why don't you? I think I do that one on. <laughs> well, guess what? That's not an option. The moron. You know, that'd be like me as a Phillies fan being like, trade JT Real Muto for, for Shohei Ohtani. I, I ain't giving up JT, but I, I, I'd take that one. Yeah, I would. Eh. I would hope so.
1: You, you did a fictional man, you and a fictional Chelsea thing. What, what's a fictional Arsenal fan sound like? Well, it's more like Cockney. It'd be like,
0: <laughs> yo, blood, bruv, these gunners, mate. You you feel me, you hear that? This weekend, blood, I'ma fucking kill myself, blood. If that Arteta is out there again, are you kidding me with that Arteta? He's been here two bloody years, blood, Arteta. And he hasn't won a Champions League final once. You feel me? You get me. You give me a hundred million pounds, mate, I'll bring you the title with my bare hands.
1: Oh, I like it, oh, I like the
0: side, it. mates, and, and that much money, I'll build you a championship team right there, you know.
1: I thought you were just going to talk normal. I liked it. I liked it.
0: Uh, I was going to do uh, the same exact accent as the previous two, but <laughs> I decided to, to mix it up. I don't know. At least some kind Perfect of effort. Bit. The other <laughs> last soccer thing that I need to mention is this Frankie Dijon situation.
1: Um, yeah, this is <laughs> so,
0: so, you know, like a few years ago, Adrian Peterson compared... Uh, the NFL combined like the slave trade, and people got
1: really upset. I, about I it. forgot about that, but yeah, I know the rapper you're about. It.
0: Barcelona is actually trying to commit modern day
1: slavery. I, uh, as an Everton fan, it doesn't make sense how they, well, it does make sense because they they win, but I don't understand how they're allowed to do what they're doing. So,
0: Barcelona signed a world beating young talent, Frankie Jong, a few years ago. They paid 65 70 million for him, I'm not sure. Um, a large sum of money. And, and, you know, if they hadn't gotten him, uh, I think I just saw a ghost in my room or a demon. Uh, that's scary. But anyway, um, I'm going to have to investigate my bathroom on the phone with somebody later in case I get attacked by said monster. Anywho, uh, very, very shaken now. Um, anyway, uh, Frankie Dijon gets bought by Barcelona for like 70 million dollars. Right. And they agree to pay him, let's call it uh, 200,000 pounds a week. I don't know if that's the price, but follow me here. They, they say, all right, Frankie, we'll pay you 200000 a week. Then they they got into a point where they said, hey, Frankie, we're in a little bit of a financial bind. We want to be competitive. How about we cut your pay down to 150000 a week now? And then at the, you know, we'll do that for two years. And then at the last two years of your deal, we pay you $250,000. You see? So like, we're still, you're still getting the full value just later sure see that happens all the time in sports now we're a couple years later and man and, and it's when barcelona is supposed to be paying him the more portion of all of this so barcelona is in financial ruin because of their own horrible management no other reason why they're in financial ruin and when i say horrible management i don't mean like oh they weren't charging enough for the chimichangas in the in the concession stands no like, they, they, their general manager, the president, was a fucking moron. Just wrong decision after wrong decision after wrong decision. They had an aging, bloated, expensive squad, right? So Barcelona, you know, they, they pulled off all these maneuvers this year, and they don't want to stink anymore. And part of these maneuvers is, despite seemingly not having the money, and I guess actually just not having the money, they signed <laughs> all these superstar players this summer, including at the position Frankie de Young plays. And then Man United wants to buy Frankie de Young, and Barcelona is licking their chops because they can get a big <laughs> sale for Frankie de Young. Barcelona wants to sell Frankie. That is very important to know. Frankie doesn't want to leave Barcelona. So, Frank, so Barcelona's like, hey, Frankie, you'd be doing us a huge favor, brother, if we could sell you. Frankie's like, I mean, I don't want to go, but, like, maybe I'll agree, but you guys would obviously pay me that money that you owed me, right? That, that prorated <laughs> salary. They're like, well, no, you're not our player anymore. We're not giving you any money. <laughs> and he goes, okay, well, I'm going to stay. And they go, oh, well, if you stay, you can only stay if you renegotiate your salary. (laughs) They stole money from Frankie the Young. And I know that because he's a millionaire athlete, we all want to sit there and say, oh, blah, 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 but I want you, dear listener, to imagine that you're working at Alexa. Texas, uh, uh, or, or whatever law firm or, uh, accounting firm, you Merrill Lynch ass employees, whatever, whatever, whatever office that you guys slave away at. I want you to imagine that in writing, by the way, this was all in writing. This wasn't some handshake deal that your boss was like, Hey man, super tough times right now. Um, we got to take away some of your salary for the first six months of this year, but you're going to get all of it back at the last six months of this year. So you're not actually losing any money. We just got to do some creative accounting. And then when it was that six months, we are supposed to get all that money back that you signed a contract for. They're just like, nah, nah. you just worked for free at a, at a cheaper price for no, that's slavery.
1: They're just- I don't know how it's not a bigger story. Like I'm just trying to think of some of these American teams, like the the Eagles, Sawyer, they were, like, Sawyer, like, Harry. Rosen, Sawyer, Sawyer, you know how,
0: Sawyer, you know how you talked earlier about the Chris Paul trade getting shot down by the NBA.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The MLB Players Association shot down a trade in like 2003 that was going to be basically Manny Ramirez straight up for a Rod uh, when a Rod mm-hmm. was still with the Texas Rangers because a Rod yeah, was with the Rangers. There voluntarily, A-Rod was like, I'll waive like $30 million in my salary. So like this happens, which is a normal thing that happens now. But literally the MLB Players Association were like, no, we're not setting the precedent that players will give up money to, to win. No. And meanwhile, over in England, in, in Europe, it's just, dude, I got in this fight with this, with this uh, uh, Barcelona fan on Reddit until I was like, no, acknowledge that your club is doing something incredibly shitty and exploitative. <laughs> he just kept, he kept pretending like their hands were tied. I was like, no, uh, like he kept saying all these situations. He was like, but what would you do in this situation? And I just kept saying, not sign a player at a position where I already had Frankie De Young, Sergio Booth, because they signed Frank Kessier on a free over the summer with big wages. He plays the same position as Frankie Jong, uh, Sergio Booth, Pets, uh, uh, uh Gavi, and and Pedro. They didn't need him. <laughs> they just signed him too. And now they're like, oh, well, we can't pay the players that we owed money to. Well, what are we supposed to do about that? Barcelona, see. we live in a no, world no world financial world.
1: fair play or anything impacts them. <laughs> What'd you say? And no, uh, everything battles the financial fair play with with stuff like that. And then Barcelona, it just seems like it doesn't matter.
0: All righty, here now, remember earlier, Sawyer, when I told you, I told you there, there's some that, uh, the Crown was going to come back up here uh, right now in this, this here conversation. Well, this is why The crown is coming back up here in this conversation. I think I'm the only man in, in America, maybe the world, but certainly the good old U.S. of A. And when I saw Boz Lerman's Elvis and walked out of that theater and the first words out of his mouth were, man, that was just like The Crown, baby. The A TV lot show of about Queen Elizabeth and all that jazz. So yeah. here's how I'm going to explain that to you, Soy. Crown's actually a much better show than OLD ever gave it any any expectation for. Okay. But a lot about what the crown is, is Queen Elizabeth. You know, it starts with her being made queen. And like, especially in the first two seasons, when it's Claire Foyer as young Elizabeth, it's like the episode will be like, like some, you know, some butler will come up to her and be like, ma'am, uh, the Duke of Winchester is arriving this weekend. Uh, and he will be sitting next to you at the head of the state's dinner table, uh, a high honor for him and his family, yes, sir. And then Queen Elizabeth will be like, no, no, wait a minute, uh, that Duke, he he touched my fanny one time and, and said derogatory comments about women. I don't respect him one bit, and I will be making a new precedent and setting a new standard as a royal in England, and I will not be allowing that sort of behavior to continue, and I will be casting out the Duke of Weatherby no more. And then the assistant will be like, oh, very good. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You, you can do that. I wouldn't, though. She'll be like, I don't care what you would do. I'm the queen and I can do whatever I want. And you'd be like, yes, yes, yes. Very good, ma'am. Very good, very good. Of course, of course. You can do whatever you want, ma'am. Would be breaking tradition if you did, though. And she you be like, ah, gosh darn it, fine. You've you've bound me. I, I have no other choice. I, I must do this thing I do not want to do now. I have no, no choice in the matter." So the Elvis movie's a lot. Of uh, Tom Hanks exploiting Elvis and Elvis being like, you know what? I'm Elvis. I'm going to call the shots from now on. I'm I'm literally the most famous man in the entire world. Oh, You know what? If I want to do a concert over in England, I'll do one right now. And I don't care what the colonel says about it. Hmm. I'm standing up to him finally. And then the colonel will just bluff once and he'll be like, ah, yes, Elvis. Break. No, you do not have to do what I say. That is indeed true. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. Will hurt my feelings if you don't, though. And I was like, gosh, darn it then. Oh man. I guess I just gotta hang up my, my lifelong dreams in and do whatever this here, the colonel, says you he, he would like for me to do. Mm-hmm. He he's got me there.
1: The characters are out tonight. I, I like it.
0: My God, just, like, stand up for yourself, though. <laughs> I do like, um, I will say this, like, I give Elvis, you know, Elvis, I feel like is the original culture vulture, where it's like he was just doing what, like, the black people were doing, but he was white. Yeah, that's
1: a big criticism on him, Oh, well, one one of the big, big ones. As
0: a white person, it's not exactly my place to rule on any of this, but I, I will give him that, like, he at least, um, was, uh, championing a lot of these black people at a time when, they really needed it, like way more than they do yeah. now. Um, but like, it's just very funny this idea of like, I, I just like laugh anytime you just think of like these old timey people looking at a white guy dancing a little bit, and they like, "Oh my god, oh, <laughs> What is this? Oh! <sighs> His hips are moving, <sighs> like brother, calm, down. like." One time, um, my mom was trying to give me what she thought was a speech about how, uh, even though it might not make sense to me, I should just stop smoking weed because she doesn't like it. And the example she gave was, well, Luke, my grandmother, uh, she thought dancing was like from the devil and demons. She didn't like that. And that never made any sense to me. But like, I just had to accept it. And I was like, mom, that's just a story about how uh, people, <laughs> how new things come along. People don't understand. <laughs>
1: like, Does your mom not dance because of it? What? Did your mom like not do it? No, just I don't. I, she,
0: no, like my mom's danced. I think she was just like, you know, there was no telling her otherwise. So it was wasn't like, a, the,
1: a, an argument for for you to continue to. That's that? what I'm saying. I was
0: like, well, mom, that's just an example. I was like, really, the moral of that story is just like, just because somebody doesn't understand something doesn't mean it's bad. Not don't do something because your elders tell you not
1: to. <laughs> oh, well, I was a great lady.
0: There is a scene um, in the Elvis movie when uh, during his first performance, when he's on stage and a guy in the crowd yells, Get a haircut, fairy. And like Elvis's hair is the exact same as all of their hair, just with the little curly Q in the front. Like his hair's That's not that different.
1: long. That Q in, in film, that curly Q really, really makes an impact in your appearance, apparently. Like, between this and like the uh, Superman, it's, it's, yeah. that curly Q is a huge. Like, well, let me also tell you this. Um, get out of your face. You're a different person. Hmm.
0: Oh, I read a great piece um online after i saw the movie called is elvis the only person to suffer by not dying it was basically like man wouldn't have been great if elvis died before we all had to see him be fat and gross for a year i remember they were posted that i was like brother if i remember like it was like a you know it was like a new york times article it was like a a zinc piece i was like brother like if you're, you know, if you're sitting up at night upset about the memories of fat Elvis, and you think
1: that's like not worth it. Yeah, ever- I thought you were. I thought it was going to be about like because they'll do they'll, they'll talk about that with some what people are like, oh, they said something in an older age that's yeah. a- no, no, that that's not no no, they were okay. just like okay. we had to so see they were about Elvis the him fat. fat?
0: Yeah, it's like, dude, like, if, if you came up to me and were like, hey, uh, should LeBron James get to live for four extra years, but, like, he isn't the athletic specimen we knew? we would be like, yeah, man, it's four years of his life. Like, give the guy a break. Talk about, hey, like, talk about, it. oh, so Elvis was just a dancing monkey to you? He put on a few the- pounds, the- and you thought he deserved to The 14 year married,
1: but the, but the weight was the issue. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my goodness. Lastly, to wrap up today, um, we got the Alex Jones court saga. I want to start this. Um, I keep politics away from from the LD Entertainment Universe, uh, just because politics have never been crazier. Uh, This isn't political at all. Um, This is about a man who harassed Uh, the parents of dead children and when I say dead children I don't mean like oh he he was a young 20 he was but a child I mean like five years old like like innocent white virgin snow like the most precious life forms on earth and this man had to follow these people around being like your child's not dead you're an actor paid by the government and Barack Obama and George Soros like you can't there is no excusing that there's no you know like like
1: He's an absolute baby. There's
0: no both sides in that. I don't care how many times he goes on Joe Rogan. It's like, hey, guys, let me tell you, I'm a little retarded. <laughs> I call myself a retard. Ain't that hilarious? No, I don't. You know, I- I've had people who've been like, well, you need to apologize for it. And it's like, all right, man. Like, you know, if I tried to ran my car through your house <laughs> on purpose and I did it and I killed your dad while doing it, I can't be like, look, man, I'm sorry. What more do you want from me? <laughs> And, like, these people have gotten death threats, you know what I mean? Like, they get shouted yep. out in public by these crazy like, – like, some people say, like, oh, this is this is about freedom of speech, man. This is America. You, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, man, Alex Jones didn't say one time. Like, I think these guys are actors. He started a harassment campaign, you know what I mean? If we as a country cannot agree that harassing, like, in person as well, threatening all of that people who have only committed the crimes – of being parents to people murdered, I don't know what to tell you. We can't we can't unite about, the whole thing is that according to Alex Jones, you know, we're not even getting to the trial yet. The whole thing is that according to Alex Jones, the Democrats, the evil libs, wanted to get rid of guns so bad that they either A, uh, murdered children on purpose to, to mm-hmm. get everyone to hate guns so much that they do it, or B, uh, lied about children dying right. scare everybody. And there are no dead children and these parents are all actors. Dude, like Obama didn't even like pass that much, or attempt to pass so much gun stuff. Like, what are you talking? They they skipped steps A, B, and C, and went right to D. The fake dead child. Like, what are we talking about here? You know what I mean?
1: That's all Like, I I get everyone loves a good conspiracy, but when they deal with stuff that like happened in front of everybody it's like you can't fake that there's not so, like,
0: here's the other thing that doesn't make sense to me is some people that are like the thin alec jones will be like look he's a monster but he is right that like the government and the media they'll like hide stuff and they work together and it's like oh well if he's right you should hate him even more because then he makes that look bad
1: yeah like, you know what i
0: mean like pick somebody else it's that like says people,
1: that 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 people shit. like if say probably alive, people have conspiracy theories about that but then you have people like going further and be like well, play never hit the building. It's like, yeah. well, well, no, because people were standing yeah. there and saw it hit it. Like, yeah. you can't say that. You can say you think the government played a hand in it, but you can't say, like, oh, it never hit, like, people saw it.
0: And so now we've got his trial, and there's two main highlights of his trial so far. Uh, number, one, number one, the biggest, the most famous uh, uh, that just happened yesterday that went really viral uh, is Alex Jones's. So, so, Uh, During the discovery and the deposition phase uh, and all of this, I'm going to throw out a big allegedly and supposedly stamp because like, I might be misremembering some of these facts. Yeah, you know, This is all my understanding of the situation. So during the discovery and the deposition phase, you know, they asked Alex Jones for all of his text messages about the Sandy Hook incident. And Alex Jones said, I ain't got no text messages. I searched them on my iPhone. I searched Sandy Hook in the message bar. I deleted every message that had it. I I have none of them anymore. I can't give them to you. Um, which is fine. Like, you know, like, like that, that's a given in, in um, court cases, you're going to delete any or destroy yeah. any evidence that you can against you. Uh, but Alex Jones did have those, he saved all of those messages and sent them to his lawyer. And then his lawyer accidentally sent them to the opposing lawyers, uh, which is literally the worst thing a
1: lawyer can possibly do. Um but like, what makes yes. it all make whatever you want about Alex Jones, but like, those are just some terrible terrible well, that's what stuff. makes
0: it even better and like this is the part that really frustrated me is that so they reviewed alex jones on the stand and, and it's all out there the video they're like hey alex so you told us you did not have these text messages you delete them all and he goes yes i did say that and He goes, and that is the truth correct you are under oath because that is 100 the truth and they go all right well here are all those text messages and we have them because your lawyer <laughs> sent them to him and he looks like he looks the most confused anyone's ever looked and then what he says is Okay. Okay. So they're they're like, so we now have you on perjury charges because you said you never had these messages. You deleted them all. You clearly didn't. You sent them to your lawyer. And he goes, so let me get this straight. I lied. I said, I didn't have these messages, air quotes, but now my lawyers gave you those messages, but I didn't give them to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, brother, we have you on video saying, no, those messages do not exist. I deleted them all. You like, like, this is again where I'm going back to the people that are like, Yeah, man, but sometimes CNN is fake news too. It's like, Yeah, man, but. The people, not the, all the time, <laughs> the opponents of CNN lose their credibility and their high ground that I personally desperately want them to have because I am anti establishment. Like I don't want you know, I don't <laughs> want CNN uh, or uh, to rule the world, just like I don't want Fox News to rule the world. But CNN <laughs> is held less in check when this man who is on camera saying no, those sex messages don't exist the next day is literally rolling his eyes and doing the same exact oh my god, look at yep, look at this, they're trying to scream me again, routine. Like, come on people, you can't just do that. You can't fall for that, you know? Uh, And then the second highlight, this is the greatest highlight of all, um, is they asked Alex Jones, they said like, do you think that you um, have been taking this trial seriously? And he said, yes. And they said, well, here's a video from your website yesterday of the judge from this case um, on fire while you narrate about her being connected to pedophiles. And Alex Jones felt the need to correct uh, she is not on fire, she is within the flames of Lady Liberty, <laughs> literally absorbing and sucking the Liberty, um, out.
1: Been doctor, spin doctor. <laughs> uh, that makes did, a you lot see the, did you see the trans thing with them? No, what was that? A caller called into a show and asked on there again. You said allegedly there's they found a bunch of porn on his phone that like, there was some that had involved, confess lights transfer whatever you want to get into um he he took like his argument back to that was i it happens to me oh, hundreds of times this has happened i'd be on my phone i'll be showing someone something oh porn website pops up i don't have control over that it's like that's your argument back to that Dude, it's, that's it's, like, it's probably happened to me hundreds of times i'm showing someone something and i click on something else and a porn web, website pops up it's like that's happened that, to you hundreds of times.
0: That's like when somebody will post on Twitter and I'll be like, This is how depraved our society has gotten. I'll come onto Facebook and see ad, pop up ads for double sided gay dildos. And it's like, Those ads are based on your search history.
1: Oh, your searches, your yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're telling on <laughs> your, your search, yeah, oh,
0: that's that's an all timer. No, but dude, also to put a lid on this, and like, I mostly brought up the Alex Jones stuff for fun to make fun of it all, but like. Again, this is, this is just an end that he, him and his wife got divorced and like, you don't even have to go through like the court documents, like not even that, go to the guy's Wikipedia page and look under his personal life, personal history, controversies and his divorce, like and his divorce with his wife like he's literally going back and forth and being like oh no i'm just an actor like i'm just an actor like that's just what i he did i'm
1: making all this up and then the next minute he's say stuff on his website it's bl- like
0: screaming with anger in the face of a of a 15 year old lifeguard because they're wearing a face mask in the pandemic and it's like hey guys i got news for you if this guy is an actor he's just a loser like this isn't funny <laughs> You know, if if I just walked up to a child and started screaming at them uh, that worked at the Hot Topic after after their high school classes, you'd think I was a loser because this man is doing it on purpose. Like, like, that's what I don't get. You know, like, yeah, so politicians are bad. Democrats, Republicans, they're all bad. There are a few politicians that I know that have done something like gone out of their way to try, like, like, you know, think about this story. When there's a school shooting, people will accuse both sides. You know, uh, Democrats don't use the school shooting that just happened to try to pass anti-gun legislation. Like, they'll try to yeah. make us feel bad with these corpses. Republicans don't hide behind these corpses and say, you know, we can't talk about guns right now. This is a tragedy. You know, good example. When kids are getting shot, everyone's sensitive about it. You know who wasn't? Literally this guy. He literally, fought, like, I want to make this clear, sir. I don't grandstand. Um, I don't virtue signal, except for when I'm joking. Like, I'm just talking to you right now, and some disciples are going to listen to this later. Like, uh, this is going to sound really, like, lame of me, for lack of a better term. <laughs> I literally just have a two-year-old nephew. I'm not even a parent. And, like, I can't fathom going through all of that. And, like, what that, how can we not agree on that? You know, how can we not be Yeah, I was bad. Can't be doing that.
1: He looks funny when he wears a tinfoil hat though.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think he invented that. I mean, dude, he did, he did go on on Joe Rogan and say he's retarded. So like I, you, you can forgive him for screaming at at grieving parents who set their, who committed the crime of having kids who got shot by guns and people like guns. So like, again, literally that's what it comes down to. was Alex Jones is so worried about guns being banned that um, these children didn't die or were executed purposefully uh, by George Soros. And it's, it's like, we can't say that's crazy or else you're like, oh, well, hold on now. Let's, let's not get political. Whoa, whoa, now. Oh, oh boy. We got, we got George Washington Sawyer over here getting his, getting his gravel out saying it's, it's bad to mock parents of dead infants. Come on. Say, <laughs> like, come on guys.
1: <laughs> oh man. To go I the like other the, you know, way, the, I like the amount of characters you, you did tonight.
0: To go the other way, um, to give like the Christians and and the conservatives a bone, um, I think Aaron Sorkin really needs to stop thinking like he just discovered the fact that it says stuff in the Bible that people like don't go with it. Like Aaron, <laughs> yeah, Sorkin, he gets, uh, Aaron Sorkin loves I'll, nothing I'll more. Aaron
1: Sorkin, but he, he goes a little Aaron Sorkin, that, Sorkin but, uh, loves
0: nothing more than like a Southern or conservative or religious character being like. Yes, I'm against gay marriage. I'm fine with gay people. I just don't like the marriage because of the Bible. And then someone else goes, oh, so you don't wear polyester, right? Mm-hmm. Right here, Leviticus 84, 73, 22. It says, thou shalt not wear unwoven <laughs> garments. It's like, all right, Sorkin, we get it. Like, people eat shrimp. And and, Between
1: and, that and, then, and then he'll do the, the person has every view imaginable for one side. And then goes, but. He's a registered of the opposite. So or do you know what I love? To do that, um, and it doesn't count. It's
0: like, well, no, if he's really for that. In the not. second season <laughs> of the, um, in the second season of the West Wing, they got this blonde um, Republican girl named Ainsley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Ainsley Harris, and like. An she episode works, will happen.
1: Yeah, coming across the aisle to work with that.
0: An, an, an episode will happen though. Like Angie's working for them now, and Angie will be like, hey y'all, I just found this memo that says in Oklahoma, an extremist group is about to execute 15 people. <laughs> like, shouldn't we maybe stop and everyone's like, Angie, I don't have time to hear about you wanting to to murder gays right now I'm Ainsley like not now I know you want to lower taxes on the rich but and then at the end of the episode they'll be like wait a minute did did somebody hear that that an extremist group in Oklahoma has 15 hostages and Ainsley will be like nobody heard it but i sure mentioned it all day that's right just because i believe in small government and family values doesn't mean i think that the the everyone should die and and be poor and the world's horrible it's like well we all learned a lesson today and it's like maybe you guys did i thought Ainsley was fine before this (laughs)
1: i'll even give him in the west wing when he was doing it like. Uh, he was still doing it early enough that he can kind of get away, but, like, he, he keeps doing it. It's like, all right, we, we get it. Dude, <laughs> I just saw the episode of The West Wing um, where they make the uh, –
0: Are you call going to do that right now? I always call uh, this episode of The West Wing uh, the episode when they say, let's do the news good, but about <laughs> running the country. And they go – the big thing is they say they need to Because you the
1: newsroom before The West Wing, right?
0: I uh, Storyer, one of my biggest gripes – one of the biggest things that, like, I will die for is the fact that – Lunatics loved the the West Wing. Hate the newsroom. It's the same. See, like
1: I love the West Wing, but I also love the newsroom. So it's not- uh, I
0: listen to me right now, our disciples. I know you might be disappointed in me. I would <laughs> die for the newsroom. That that fix you it. episode. That fix you episode. Why, Will yeah, McAvoy
1: even kind of shits on it out.
0: Oh, uh, I'll, I'll bite Sorkin's nose off. And when <laughs> Will McAvoy, when Will McAvoy saves the Gabby Gifford broadcast, and then he says Neil. When we're done with all this, bring in the Bigfoot presentation. Really? I think I need a little reminder in what's real. Well, (laughs) I I think you're going to find, not now, yes. Oh my, I'll die for that. I'll die for it. Oh my God. When you try your best, but you can't succeed. (laughs) Uh, We've got a killing and a shooting in Tucson. There's been a Congresswoman, Gabrielle Gifford, and she's been shot in the face. Oh, sorry, that's good stuff. There's worse. Yeah,
1: oh, got the, the hairs on our arm standing up. And
0: then, you know, the other best part of the newsroom that, I mean, really, it's season one of the newsroom is insanely good, and all the rest of it can kind yeah. of eat, die. But, sure, you know, the <laughs> other great part is which one of us is he talking to? What the hell do you got going on here? Nurse, tell me more about your great aunt out here in the fields dun, 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 dun. Well, here. Dorothy Cooper doesn't have a driver's license Dorothy Cooper never had a car Dorothy Cooper never had a passport because a fancy vacation was never in Dorothy Cooper's plans the only problem now Dorothy Cooper is being told because of these things she isn't an American oh my god I'll, I'll take
1: That's it will take
0: Oh, I'll take a book. Do you know what else I love? Um, I love yeah. when he calls the, the Tea Party the American Taliban and he gives this, He because he when he starts the broadcast, he sets a record for saying the word Republicans. He goes, this past year in 15 Republican states, 15 Republican lawmakers overturned 10 laws that were formally passed by Republican governors and Republican elected law offices. And while I'm ashamed to call these people Republicans, I am not ashamed to admit that I myself, am a Republican. I was says, going to say, but don't
1: don't forget, he's a registered reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says that all
0: the time. I love. It. Oh, <laughs> but um, it is. It gets very awkward anytime uh Sorkin wants to tackle race. It's very. Yeah.
1: Studio 60.
0: A... I know. I t- I tried to get you on Studio 60, the Sunset Strip. Do you ever see the part where uh, the white guy and the black I
1: watched that. You got me. I I loved it. Uh, when they, not, get, they go to the, away, the stand-up show Sorkin to scout I,
0: black I, talent.
1: Great bad watch
0: they go to the stand-up show to, to scout black talent and the first black comedian they see is like I'm gonna eat my fried chicken and watermelon and big booties all day I make this very clear I did not just do a racist stereotype I was calling out a racist stereotype if anything mm-hmm. I deserve some sort of medal of honor but it's just like it's like and, and then the black character not only that
1: the, the the one actual that's a show based off like an SNL like yeah. The one actual stand-up comedian, DLU, on it, plays, like, the most serious role in the show. Yeah. It makes no sense. And he's the one in, like, like that's the thing. It's he's the like, one that's always got to, like, tell him, like, oh, you're going to cross the line with that. You're going to, it's like, <sighs> he's an actual comedian. Studio 16, the Sunset Strip, starts with this edgy, controversial sketch
0: called Crazy Christians. And it is the least oh edgy, controversial, or funny thing I've We've ever seen. that.
1: They, they should have never showed because the, the yeah. how much they talked about it. That would have been a lot better. Sure. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of times in that. Sorkin just ain't funny. I'm sorry.
1: No, he's not. He's not. Sorkin they were nice. is not how, funny. Dude, no, but I mean, to this they have a whole, point, How did they not have more actual comedians on that show? Matthew like, Perry plays a comedic actor. Uh, Bradley, what's it the, uh, the guy from Get Out? And, and, Bradley um, Whitman. That guy, that guy is
0: horrible. He's incredible. great in the
1: West Wing. But in he, that, he's just not funny. He's
0: not like... In, in Studio 60, he is so bad. Oh, he is so bad. Also, what's great about Studio 60 is there's that one, like, serious studio executive that's in every sort of thing. He's always like, I'm, I care about the money, damn it. And, like, three <laughs> episodes in the Studio 60, he's just like, ah, oh, come on, I'm one of the gang now.
1: Doesn't make any the gang sense. Thing.
0: Doesn't make that's any the, yeah, sense. So how he turns it but really the greatest character from studio 60 is tom the white uh uh, face of of the snl show he's part of the quote-unquote big three of the show (laughs) none of the big three are funny or seem to be big deals or famous at all and um This man's parents. That
1: ship could have been great.
0: The Tom's Tom's brother's a marine, and his parents visit him at the (laughs) Studio 60 stage, and they just like don't know a lot about comedy and Hollywood history, and but like they're very supportive. Like literally, (laughs) the mom shows up, and is like, "Oh, honey, like I feel like this is Hollywood. I can't believe I'm here. I feel like Joni Rivers is about to interview me." And she's like, "Shut up, mom. That's a red carpet, you fucking hick." Like Jesus, dude. She's trying to take literally at one point he's giving him a tour and his dad's like oh son there's the stage that's where you and your friends do your your skits right And he literally i'll never forget this line he goes dad skits are when the football teams dress up like the cheerleaders because to get a cheap laugh what we do is sketches it's like hey brother
1: you're the asshole there yeah, not really. your dad,
0: for being dad like oh sketches and and and
1: then the, the one where they go to the small town Oh, sorry <laughs> not so yeah, we got five minutes
0: remaining on this podcast. Don't get started <laughs> on on the two parts. Give the people a little, a
1: little taste of that. Episode. Where that episode
0: features John Goodman as a backwoods <laughs> Hick judge and a random Asian man as like the governor of Macau, whose daughter. It was is... a
1: long He what was he fishing? Because he's from a small town, so he must have been fishing.
0: Oh, oh, these those people are so those people are so defensive about being from a small town. They're like, let me guess, y'all think because I'm from a small town. <laughs> That means that me and my cousins Bart and Skeeter go fly fishing On the weekends ain't that right Bart Skeeter you getting a hold of this Anyway y'all got any chewing tobacco For me What do I name this episode Of the podcast What was this about Uh, Should I I
1: just name it MLB trade deadline special (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the trade I thought it was one. the thing we were going to talk about the most. Too, and it was not the case. I, uh, <laughs> Imagine I if gonna... we went through your entire list of uh, Premier League teams. What? Imagine if we went through your entire list. Oh of yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: I mean, we still left two topics on the cutting block, but we'll have to use them,
1: including one topic that I've I've learned my lessons with the list. Now, if a list is involved, that's going to cover a, a big time a lot of it.
0: Yeah, we only covered six things in the list, and they were like a very a pretty damn chalk six things. I was gonna say, there's the top six too. (laughs) Yeah, like like uh, you know having having Chelsea at fifth and Liverpool first is like uh, no, it's it's different
1: than a thing, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: not. Obviously, the rest of the list is going to include way more like analysis and stuff. But all right, well, I hope you guys enjoyed the trade deadline special. Um, You know. Those Yanks, man. They're making a run for the pennant this year. <laughs> Until next time, I'll see you guys. See you.